Yeah, welcome to Widgets and Measures Podcast. I'm Mike. What's happening? It's Marcus. And of course, I got my dog on the boards, Drew Dash. What's good? What it do? What it do? Ah, ah, ah. How y'all feeling? I'm feeling good, man. I know you feeling good because you know you was on that little thing before I came up in here, you know? Hey, man. We're <laughs> celebrating five years in this thing. Yes, yes sir. sir. Give it up. Yes, sir. Five years in the thing. Yeah, yes, man. sir. Shout out my dog, Mo. He couldn't be here, man. He had to head out of town. Uh, to handle some family business, but you know everything's good though on his that everything's good. But yeah, man, five years ago, man. Yeah, sir. Crazy how fine. fast time go by, man. No doubt. How you feel though? It feels good, man. It feels good. It feels fast. Oh. <laughs> Would it anything to like you know do a podcast for five years? You know, you know. Damn, just look back on that shit. Like 2016, like that shit seemed like. Two, three years ago. That shit was really five years ago. Yeah. You know, and uh, I remember when we first, uh, and I posted about it on my Instagram. Y'all saw the course. You know, when we first came, Mo hit me. Because, well, actually, I had like him, like, man, let's just go ahead and start this shit, man. Let's get this shit jumping. You know, we had the meeting with VP. Uh-huh. VP told us, you know, and then, you know, of course, she engineered our, uh, our episodes for probably like the first eight months. Then, of course, Mecca would come in, do it. You then took over for the majority of the time, post like 2017, 18-ish. Yeah. We did our first YouTube January 2019. Mm-hmm. That'll be two years. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you know, this shit is a team effort, man. Everybody who goes into it. Of course, my dog Stan holding us down on the visuals for the YouTube. You know, it's so crazy because when podcast first started, it was like, when we got on it, it was kind of like a... Kind of like a new type thing, but you had a couple that was like really getting attention. Of course, you look at the landscape now, it's a bunch yeah, of these shits yeah. out here. Like it wasn't like how it is now. Like when you hear about a lot of new podcasts, like on a major level, yeah. it's like it's a deal attached to it. Yeah. See, back then, if a major dude started a podcast, it's like, yeah, I'm going to just start a podcast. It didn't have no money attached to it. Mm-hmm. You just look at this shit now, like everybody major really just getting the deals in. But just looking at us on a... On a uh, lower level, you know, just some regular niggas getting it out, just, you know, doing the shit. It's just like, look back at five years, how much we done grown. You know, we done had a couple of logo switches. You know, we got uh, just visually aspect. And what honestly, what made me do the uh, jump start on visual, which I should have did early because, you know, we live in a social media area, yeah. so everybody needs to see shit. So mm-hmm. it, it was probably about like the first. Two years before we got on YouTube. Because mm-hmm. I remember I went and bought the camera January, early January. We shot our first uh, YouTube video, uh, episode 65. Yep. And now we look at it, we about 181. So, yeah, yeah man, we got to keep this shit. Keep the shit pushing. Yeah. Of course, you know, we have our, you know, we have our little breaks in there, you know, due to life. You know, life happens. You know, shit like that. That's what make it even more special because, like, it's nothing for a celebrity or somebody who's an influencer to, like, do this shit, you know, really without no stoppage. But, mm-hmm. you know, us having jobs, you know, just dealing with shit. Like, especially when the pandemic came. Yeah. The pandemic came, it was like, damn, like, you know, we had probably took a break for, like, a couple of weeks yeah. before we said, man, let's just go ahead and, you know, keep on delivering this shit. So... I feel like this shit in the long run is going to continue to be beneficial for the people, man. And hopefully we get rewarded for this shit, you know, one day, you know? So, yeah, man, it's truly been a blessing, though, to be honest with you. Like, just to think, when we first started this shit, 
and just keep the shit going. Because a lot of shit, shit, a lot of niggas when you stay together five years. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I couldn't have did it with a better person, man. Mo, that's my nigga, man. Like, you know, don't never be alarmed if you see us arguing on this shit. It ain't never about nothing, man. Like, we do that shit all the time. Yes, so. all the time. <laughs> Marcus can tell me yes, in the group chat the, going at all it. All the time. <laughs> I just be sitting like, well, these niggas crazy, man. <laughs> For real, bro. <laughs> but, yeah, but, yeah, man, like, like I said, man, it's it's truly been a blessing. I've been, it, it, I just en- thoroughly enjoy doing this shit. You see what I'm saying? More than anything else, like, I couldn't see myself getting to a point where, like, you know what, man, fuck this shit, man. Like, I couldn't do this shit no more because... I think I was born to come out the, you know, womb just debating, talking shit like. Yeah, hey, you got shit to say. Yeah, man, yeah. just got shit to say. So, your past life, you definitely would have been a lawyer or something like that. <laughs> For real, dog, your past life, you would have been a lawyer. Yeah, so man. Because so. um, the shorty, she was like, um, you're like, what's a uh, five years or something like that. So I sent her. Um, like the last, I think it was like uh, 79. I sent her 79 probably a few weeks ago and shit. Uh-huh. And uh, she was like, yeah, like y'all really broke down a lot of shit like for like men to see the perspective. Like I can see like how just the relationship and the core that y'all have going yeah. on. And, they, and she does podcasts and goes uh-huh. with her ratchet ass homegirls. And uh, <laughs> like shit. But it's like just to hear that shit and like she really was like damn like y'all really put a like a lot of different perspective in it. But you hear this shit and you see it from the numbers. I mean, mm-hmm. all across the world, y'all global, mm-hmm. really, mm-hmm. ringing fucking bells, man. International, Asia, Europe, like all mm-hmm. across the world, you're getting clicks, man. And it's beautiful to be a part of this shit, man. So you know, congrats yeah, to y'all. Boys, Couldn't do this man. shit without you, my nigga. Yeah, man, big up, big up. Man, yes, I can't. Sir. I can't. Time, count how many times niggas have been like, oh, I, you been on, oh, you been on, on Mike and Mo podcast? Yeah, I be listening to that shit. Yeah, I be listening to that shit. So it's like, bro, this shit gets out, man. It gets out like broader than what you would like. You mm-hmm. said broader than what you would think, bro, because it be niggas who like I who I know I don't know they be listening to the podcast. It be like, hey, bro. I just was listening to such and such podcast. I just was listening to Mike and Mo yeah. podcast. I'm like, oh shit, that's what's up. But I didn't even know you, you know, you tuned in. So it's like. People are definitely peeping. People yeah. are definitely paying attention, bro. There's like, a, a dude who always comments on um, YouTube. He's in Hawaii now and shit. Like, yeah. It's, yeah it's like, Trey. It's crazy. Like, all over the world, man, you know? Clicking yeah, in, man. tuning in, man. So that's that's beautiful it, it, to see it, that it's shit. Just, it's just uh, good, to say, good to see also overall podcasts, like, just becoming just this, you know, this big thing. I kind of... Kind of touched it like how attested to like when rap music first started. You see what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. everybody has something to say on the mic and shit like that. Everybody yeah. wanted to come, and that's how I look at podcasts because it's so it's so new. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Just imagine how this shit might be ten years from now, fifteen years from now. So, and it's just such a big market, dog. And it's like I never knew so many people listen to podcasts. You see what I'm saying? Because when I first, and you know, so crazy because when we first started, and we was talking about the runtime. I was like, man, I feel like an hour should be good. You see what I'm saying? But when you start getting more comfortable and you start to like, okay, like, like shit. this yeah. shit, like the back of my hand now, like mm. shit could just be rumbling. I remember we had one episode, no bullshit. And this really kind of got us to uh, start doing the timestamps. So we had an episode for like four hours. And I looked, uh, that's a YouTube video too. And I looked up at that shit. I said, damn, bro. Like, but you, sometimes we get, it could be a good and bad thing. Cause sometimes I think that was a political mm-hmm. policy. Cause that usual episode, mm-hmm. we were just getting rambling. Like, but that's how it be sometimes. Cause it's genuinely like barbershop talk type shit with mm-hmm. real perspectives. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we have, uh, we have, 
just like when I was posting yesterday, I purposely put some of the funny clips, some of the serious clips in there just to show people like, hey, just as serious we talk about this shit, we could joke about this shit, and then uh-huh. we could get back to this shit. It's just like a mix of everything, man. So, like I said, man, I appreciate everybody who, you know, who tunes in, the text messages, the DMs, you know, them shits don't go unnoticed, man. Like, it is it, greatly appreciated, man. Know that y'all respect our viewpoints. Yeah, man, it feels good. It definitely feels good. And I can just imagine what the next five going to be like. Right. For sure. But 2022 has got, you know, some yeah, man. going to be happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We definitely talked about it. So. Oh, yeah, you can't forget y'all boy did a live podcast yep. already. Yeah, like, we, did live, we did a live. We did a live show. That was, that, was, uh, that was pretty dope. I can't believe that was almost two years ago. Right. <coughs> That'll be two years next month. Boy, that so that just good. goes to show that was right before, like, the pandemic mm-hmm. kicked off. You see what I'm saying? So... I hear so much shit, man, that's just taking place over and it's crazy because you look up and you'd be like, damn, we did that episode then. We did that episode then. Like and of course, like, even with you, Marcus, like coming on the show, doing your thing, like we had uh Mez coming on the show. all the guests we done had on the show, yeah. man. Uh Chill, JT. Chill, JT. Course my nigga JT. We had uh KS4S. Yeah, KS4S. We had a couple of women on here. Uh, shout out to Eris and her homegirl. She came on there. Um, Jen, she was one. Of, I think she was the first woman that we had on the podcast. I think that was like episode four. Jen came on the podcast. Shout out to her. Um, shout out to Reggie. Reggie, 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 of course, frequent visitor on the show. Shout out to Reggie. Yeah, man. Just everybody who got a hand in the shit, man. Like, you know, at the end of the day, like I said, do work me. It's a team thing. At the end of the day, like, regardless of whatever business ventures we might have in the future, like, I'll always remember this was home. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is, we wouldn't have this shit without Do Work Media, so. Respect, respect. Yeah, man, for sure, for sure, dog. So, yeah, I just keep smiling, man, because that shit just, (laughs) that shit is good, man. Like, this shit really is a good feeling to hit five years, man. Like, because a lot of people go into it thinking, like, you know. Man, this shit here ain't gonna last. Some people might last for 15, 20 episodes. Mm-hmm. 20, 80. I remember when we hit like 60, 70. I'm like, damn, like we really got 60, 70 shits. Oh shit, look up, we at 100. Word, this shit, this shit, oh now, shit, look up, we at like 120, 150. Now we at 180. So it's like, yeah, man, like. Yeah, but to stick with. Continue it, to grow, man. Yeah, I stuck with it though. Like I've, you know, as your engineer and stuff, mm-hmm. and starting podcasts and seeing people vision and seeing them fall off, you know, like. There's only but so much people that like so much pushing you can really do in in somebody's show. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like to see the heart, the dedication, it speaks in the work, it speaks in the craft. So people who really put the time in, put the effort in, do notes, you know, stay in tune, seeing what's going on, and also be able to come with content each and every week for hours at a time. You know, this is a hard task, man. This shit ain't easy, you know? So... Yeah. For you look up, you be like, shit, only 10 minutes pass? For yeah. some people. Some people look yeah. at like, damn, like, you gotta really know how to hold attention. Mm-hmm. Talk about some shit, yeah. like, One have topic. in-depth perspectives. And sometimes you might not even reach your topics that you have. You know what I mean? Like, Probably I might forget. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. To, but to be able to really put on a good show each and every week, you don't see paper, you don't see... And, and that's even progression because we started off with boards. You know what I mean? Writing down topics and stuff and following a board. And, and you know, that just comes with time and putting in the work and putting mm-hmm. in time and dedication, man. But it's a beautiful thing to see this shit five years down. 
Can't wait for this journey to continue on, man. You know? Man, yeah, man. We're just messages, man. For yeah, sure, for sure. sure. But yeah, man, this shit, like, and like I said, man, the powers it may be know what they're doing with this shit. So, you know, I've always looked at it as a positive outlook. Like, this shit is going to do what it's supposed to do mm-hmm. for the long run. Like, it's, it's going to do what it's supposed to do, man. So, I'm looking forward to the to the next five, man. Just to think, shit, we hit a 10-year mark. That'd be crazy. But the way these years flying, hey, 2026 is in four years. (laughs) 2026 is in four years. That'll be 10. That'll be 10 years. I can't wait to see what the metaverse has in store. (laughs) We're just the messengers. Metaverse. Gotta pay the crypto. Yeah. Gotta pay Can't the crypto. Can't wait to see this shit, bro. This shit's gonna be amazing, man. Like, you know, shout out to the people you know who who even reach out for uh, you know, tips and pointers. You know how to maintain this shit. And shout out my dog Greg from Sneak This Man. Like, you know, we always be talking because we both do podcasts. He's like in the two hundreds as far as episodes doing his thing. So he know what it's like to, you know, go into it. You know, put the work in, put the time in. But you know, also sometimes, sometimes you might have those those times. Like I remember, I hit, and I might have never vocalized it on here. I might have hit a time where I was like, "Damn!" Like, you know, part of me feel like I don't want to do podcasts today. You know what I'm saying? Well, I ain't really yeah. feeling this shit. You go through those lapses sometimes. Mm-hmm. But what keeps me going is like the audience. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like they still want to hear this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I still got to get out here and talk my shit, even if I see some shit. I'm like, nah. Hold up. Yeah. Nah, I got to speak on this shit here. Like, <laughs> yeah, cause you, <laughs> because you you might have those moments like, damn, I don't feel like doing that shit. And let's say you miss a day. Them boy, damn, man, why you they on your neck? They on your neck, Damn, man, nigga, we need that shit today. We need that this morning to get us through our drive to work. Yeah, people hit me like, yeah, man, this shit get me through my job. Yeah, this yeah. shit get me through traffic commute. This shit get me through all type of shit. Before you know, you look up and you might be at your destination or work might be done. Hell but you know, yeah. you know, we carrying on that that message. So it's like I said, I can't say how many times like I've thoroughly enjoyed doing this shit, especially with my nigga Mo. So yeah, I'm definitely looking forward forward to the next five, man. But I'm gonna kick this shit off. Y'all had a chance to see uh Big Sean Drink Chance interview? I saw pieces of it. I ain't see the whole thing. I saw yeah. pieces of it though. It was real dope, man. It yeah. was real dope. Um he definitely aired out his grievances with Kanye. At the end of it, you know, he really said it ain't really no beef or nothing like that. But I can understand how he felt hurt because he said he was hurt. He said, man, I was hurt by his comments, like, saying that was the worst, you know, investment he ever. And I know he's not talking about financially because, you know, I was the one under good back-to-back platinum albums. Yeah. I was the only one on the label doing that. Mm-hmm. So it's like anytime he called me, I was there. He needed a verse, I was there. Like when we went and did click, I was the one who was doing the hook, and you know, I, you know, I remember Hit Boy just put the beat on. I was just like, ain't nobody fucking with my click, click, click. And Yay heard it. it was like, nah, this shit crazy. So, I like just looking back on it, man. Like at the end of the day, I feel like they hit a rough patch. And Kanye, you know, you can make shit right, man. I know he spoke about like how he reached out to him. He wanted to have a conversation with his mom and him. Um, you know, just do some healing on both ends, and you know, in, in the time when Sean was talking, and the time's like, nah, man, fuck that. Like, you know, you did some whack shit, and then you come in my face after the fact, like, you oh, know, act man. like you ain't say that shit. So, I can understand it, but just just to see his overall growth as a as a rapper, to be honest with you, like, 
it's it's pretty good, especially with him dealing with like his mental issues and shit like that that he's going through in his career. That's a lot, especially for a rapper, mm-hmm. and still to be able to keep your core audience engaged mm-hmm. and do a lot of shit. So, you know, I think I think Ye and Sean, like, even if they don't, you know, collab together again, I would like to just see them make amends. You know what I'm saying? Because life too short. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? It definitely is. Because Kanye probably looking at it like. And took it personal because of the the political shit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And Sean on the hands like, bro, I never advocated for nobody else. Like, if you look, go look back. I was the first person to, you know, tweet about Ye for president. Mm-hmm. Even when he was saying what he was saying. With no facts attached to anything that he was saying. So, it was never nothing about that. So, I just feel like if they, they all got together, sit down. Like, if Drake, if Drake and Kanye can make amends, Big Sean and Ye can, man. The only thing with that Big Sean thing is when I was when I was watching it when I was watching the interview the little parts I did see I saw the part where he was uh, basically saying like you know Kanye owed him money but he would like he wouldn't like just out directly and be like hey bro like you you need to you know pay what you owe me because he, he looked at it as a blessing but, but at the end of the day at the end of the, that is I can understand maybe when you're young in the game but at this point bro you're a veteran so it's like dog if the nigga owe you some cheese like I really don't care where we're at like, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna pull you to the side and be like hey bro I understand even with your family and he and said that, the number like, he said six million yeah I was like yeah you even would know with you with your family and all that but you, you already know like because you know that I know that you know that like you owe me money so mm-hmm. it's like it's not like a surprise so so just stop, you know, don't duck me. Just have a, <laughs> let's have a let's have a civilized conversation and let's, you know, get this shit and let's, you know, figure this shit out. But I just I, I understand where he was coming from because that is like a blessing. That's the person who brought him in the game. But at this point in your career, dog, it's not like that. It's different now. You know, you taking care of people. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's not the same when you was 17, 18, trying to rec- get a record deal. Like, bro, you're a veteran in the mm-hmm. game now. You don't win platinum. You done did major things with other artists. So you get what you deserve, my nigga. So if that nigga owe you that, then shit, you need to go pull bro to the side. Even, you know, whether he's your big homie or not, and just be like, hey, bro, you and me know what's going on. Let's try to figure this shit out. Let's not get to the point where we both going on Drink Champs. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's not get to that point. Because so, we both got each other number. We can talk about yeah, this shit. Yeah, we can talk about this shit. You, nobody got to hide from nobody. Nobody has to go on other platforms and say other things. Like, bro, we, we know each other. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that's my only thing with Sean. I just wish Sean would have just, like, approached him like that. I mm-hmm. can understand where he was coming from. And by all means, you know, y'all get your cheese. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I just wish he would have approached it that way instead of kind of being a little... Passive, like oh, passive aggression, yeah, yeah, nah, fuck that, bro. You, 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 you didn't did far more than your share. You know what I'm saying? You didn't did what you had to do plus more. So yeah, bro, you, you know what I'm saying? Get that. You know, I wouldn't be sitting there waiting back. You know, waiting for him to bring up the conversation. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Because even. <laughs> you know, even when Nori Nori was trying to shoot Kanye some bail in terms of like how he felt like he was addressing it, like he don't really felt like it was nothing like. You know, like he don't fuck with him type shit, but I could understand how Sean could take it that way because it's like Kanye is also a big influence too. So yeah, he want to get out his side too, and that's understandable. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I feel like even when he was talking about his deal, he was like, "I never complain about it," but I mean, a spade is a spade. My my deal was shitty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I could work myself out of any. I took it because of the opportunity that he gave me. You know what I'm saying? And that's understandable. I think a lot of times people don't forget that too. Like. The artist, the artist sacrificing too, because mm-hmm. you already rich. 
You see what I'm saying? They just trying to get their foot in the door. They trying to get to where you at, too. You see what I'm saying? So I can understand how Sean can feel some type of way, especially when he looked at him, him as a, a idol. Yeah, big brother, you know. Just like on some Hoven, you know, Kanye mm-hmm. type shit. Like, he looked at him like that. So they done classic records together. Mm-hmm. He's produced a lot of his records. You know, um, held his own on the Cool Summer album. So it's... I just feel like even with, like I said, his impact on good music itself, like he really was the only nigga on that label up until Pusha T really to like put up numbers I mean, outside of Ye. And then, I mean, and you know, Pusha, that's my, that's one of my favorite rappers, mm-hmm. but Pusha don't really sell records like that. Yeah, you know, he the president. Yeah. So, but, but Sean was the one that was really, you know, out of the whole good music, he, he probably got the most plaques out of all them boys besides Kanye. He probably sold the most. Had the biggest, had the most success besides, you know, Kanye, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, as far on the label. So, um, for that whole thing to, to transpire like that, it's just crazy. I, I, I you know, I am a, a Kanye fan, but mm-hmm. I do feel like, you know, he he definitely should have gave Big Sean a little bit more respect. Than that. <laughs> that shit was crazy. You know, cause, cause, like, it was crazy. Yeah, it's it's like, almost, damn, like, he really was shitting on this Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He really was shitting on him, bro. Like, and I, I can't, you know, I, I fuck with Kanye, but that's just one of the things, like, nah, if he's been that, you know, and Big Sean's been very loyal, you know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure there's a lot of times where Big Sean could have, like, said, man, fuck this shit, I'm out. Or, mm-hmm. you know, there was some times where good music was, you know, plateauing downwards and, you know, things would happen and... Sean, you know, might bring it back up. You know what I'm saying? They might not have no hit sync records throughout that whole year because Kanye didn't want to put out nothing. You know, Pusha T is going to cater to his fan base, but Sean's always going to deliver that smash hit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? The shit the radio going to play, you know, shit like that. So, yeah, he definitely deserved more respect than that, though, because Kanye was definitely like, he was definitely trying to undermine this nigga, hold this nigga, and, you know, all kind of ways on that Drink Champs. Interview. 100%, bro. No. And, and at first I was shocked because I'm like, oh, shit. Like, this nigga's serious. Yeah. Like, it, even, even with the last, like, he was dead ass serious about that shit. Like, no, that was my worst investment. And I was like, God damn, nigga, like... Sean? Yeah, I'm about to say I can name like, a lot of rock, I can good, name a lot of rappers on yeah. good music roster that was ass like <laughs> that didn't yeah, do, nigga, like, do nothing. I mean, you got niggas that you kept on the label who really wasn't moving after a certain year. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, Common wasn't moving nothing after a certain amount of time. Hell no. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, I just feel like well, yeah, sometimes he get off his rocker. You see what I'm saying? At the end of the day, I can see that he's a uh, he don't really mean no harm by shit, but he do do some fuck shit. You yeah. see what I'm saying? So I feel like in terms of Big Sean, he he should make that right. Yeah, because especially he's been your, your most loyal mm-hmm. you know, person on the label. And even financially, regardless of how you may feel, that man brought you some platinum records. Yeah, but I said he made like I said, he made money over there. He made, he made money, money over, over there. there for you. So you can't you can't take that away from bruh. One hundred percent, man, one hundred percent. But it, it was good it was good to see him get out his side. Um but I do feel like them two should have a just sit down talk. It don't gotta be nothing air to nothing to talk about that. But Sean never really was getting off no shots as far as yeah, he was just really just speaking the truth of yeah. everything. Like, you know, this is how my record deal was. This is how shit was when this happened. And you know, anytime he called me, I was right there for him and shit like mm-hmm. that. So and I could tell Sean come from a big place because also Nori had a story where he had a grievance with Sean and they talked about it. And yeah. he was like, you know who's the first person to call me about that shit? And he said Nas. He said, hey, Nas said, Big Sean, he's a good one. And Sean was like, he said that? He was like, yup. And you know, that's when they clapped it up and yeah. shit like that. So, I mean, and he's never gave me no shady vibes. 
No, he doesn't. Sure, Sean has never been controversial in his career, really, in terms of like doing some sleeky shit or sly yeah, shit. So nah. I could tell that everything he was saying, he wasn't lying about that shit, man. Nah, because ain't nothing really, really to even lie about. You know mm. what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, like everything he was presenting was just like, this is how I feel. And this is just the facts on certain situations. Like, ain't no, like, there is no gray area in some of these situations. It's very, like, right and wrong, black and white. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he really doesn't have anything to, you know, feel about with that. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Not at all. And. I think we just get into a time where if anybody just has some shit that's going on, like niggas need to just like either talk about it at men, come come to each other as men. If y'all duke it out, you duke it out, but don't leave shit open-ended when, because like you said, life happens. Yeah. God forbid something happened to either one of them. Last time y'all talked, especially based off the relationship y'all had, it was over because this shit right here. Yeah. Because when you look at it, it, it don't never be worth it. Nah, it don't never be worth it. A lot of shit don't mean nothing at the end of the day. Regardless of the arguments, the fighting, mm-hmm. y'all did great music together, and y'all had a relationship. Like you had a relationship outside the music. That yeah. gotta that gotta account for something. It, it got. And another thing is speaking on on like as far as artists and things like that. When we talk about like the standard artist deal that a standard artist would get, you know... A lot of them get fucked on their first deal. That's what I'm saying. A lot of them get fucked on their deal, but we, when are we as, like, I guess as, like, the, I guess, like, the hip-hop community or whatever the case we'll call it, we're going to start looking at deals and be like, okay, people are just trying to basically camouflage fucked up shady deals as standard practice. Like, when is it ever going to be a time where the standard is going to get changed? Because they, like, they, they attested to racism. The shit ain't ever going to change. And I feel like that's man. a cop-out because at the end of the day, it's business. Man. And I feel like if you want to preach all this shit about, oh, black people need to stay together, we need to do right by each other, then don't say, oh, well, this shit in the record uh, label business is going to stay the same. No, nigga, make a new fucking standard contract right. for artist's first contract and know better. Like, I hate when... People try to be dense when it comes to conversations like that because it's like you know right from wrong, but then y'all talk that shit when it's, y'all talk that business quote unquote when it's beneficial. Yeah. So if you want to die on this hill about you know doing right by other artists and shit like that, then okay, make a new standard record deal for an artist first deal. Yeah, that'd be my thing because it's too many times where we're coming up just like with uh, Rowdy the other day. He posted something on the ground talking about, oh, I've never been paid since 2014 for my music. From such, I'm not dropping no more music. Yeah. That's about the fourth artist I've seen this year in totality yeah. from last year, too, mm-hmm. that having grievances about shit like that. Artists yeah. not getting paid. Oh, I haven't received a check from this and that. And there is some accountability on the artist because, you know, you might be caught up with getting outside money or show money, wherever the case may be. And you don't know what the fuck is going on with money from your record label that you've been supposed to be getting. So I'm not, I'm not, you know, setting accountability on them on that front. What I'm saying is you as the business and the head, and I'm not a business person. I never worked for a record label. I'm just speaking about was right from wrong and if you're preaching some shit so my thing is if you preaching that shit and you're business savvy and you know the music business like how you say you do then what's wrong with making a new standard for a contract motherfuckers is making new record labels every day yeah of course you still got the you know the top guys but if you want to take care of an artist take care of an artist mm-hmm. but also on the front on the, uh, on the other side I'm not mad at somebody who want to present 
that that type of label because they might be looking out for their investment as well. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. But don't leave no gray areas. And I feel like a lot of times it be gray areas when it comes to this shit. Like artists don't be knowing this or, you know, well, my lawyer didn't tell me this. It needs to be communication on all fronts. Mm -hmm. On all fronts. It's just too much of that shit. And to be honest, it won't change until the first person step up and take that first and, and take that initiative to do it. And I'm not that's not to say that every artist's first deal be trash, but I do notice that some of them I want to get to a point where it's never happened. Word. Because I understand from a label perspective, you have to recruit the money that you put into an artist. Mm -hmm. I can understand that, you know. But I also don't understand is like, yeah, you you are artists, you know. Gets you know an artist you know has to recoup, but after they recoup, it still seemed like these niggas ain't getting they or they missing checks. Yeah, they still missing checks after they done made their money back that you gave them. Mm -hmm. So you know that's something that's definitely you know that's definitely got to be done. And like you said, like you preached on earlier, like motherfuckers saying like, oh, you know, um, we got to be black business, and you know, black people got to work with each other. But it's like, how can you say that? But then you'll stick your fellow man in the. You know, you stick not even three six. You stick this nigga in a seven twenty. You know, knowingly take all knowingly. this nigga, take all this nigga rights, knowingly all nigga masters, like take everything, take everything from this nigga. Mm -hmm. But you want to sit there and preach black businesses and black people need to stick together. And even if an artist do take the deal, hypothetically speaking, years down the line, they want to buy this shit back. Like to me, I look at it as if business is business. Okay, if they don't have the money to do it, understandable. Mm -hmm. But don't hold on to some shit out of spite yeah. or. Like, you're just trying to be an asshole about it. Mm -hmm. Because you wouldn't want that to do. Master save, I mean, feeds people, families, generations after. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, every time a record get played on this commercial or whatever the case may be, they got to go holler at that man about that. That's a check. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? But the record label gets to eat off of that, plus thousands of other artists. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah. it's all about just doing the right thing at the end of the day, man. And like you said, there's always going to be some people... Cause at the end of the day, the world is full of fucked up people. Mm -hmm. So you just gotta know you gotta know who you doing business with, who to trust. You might get snaked by somebody, you might not, but there has to be a standard of practice. So we don't have to do that because on the, if there if there if that was a standard starting out, it can change. Yeah. Point blank. Period. We're past that. You Con see what I'm saying? Contracts are definitely made to be rewritten, bro. One hundred percent. Definitely made to be broken, rewritten. That's you know I've never seen somebody who. Had a contract in their face and they didn't like it, and then it was like, you know what, bro? We, you know, I mean, I've seen that happen, but as far as like that can be changed, it's not mm -hmm. like that can't be changed. Like that can definitely be changed if you don't like that shit. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, man, I just I would just hope my people would just you know stop putting niggas in binds when it comes to deals, bro. Yeah, it, it's just too many of those stories. Yeah. These things be getting first deals and. Much. And, you know, shit just be going left. And it's just like, we don't have to do that shit no more, man. Y'all yeah. niggas is way, way past that shit, man. Way past that. But, you know, if anybody get a chance to check that out, man, definitely do. Like, it, it's definitely good and insightful. Even speaking about, like, his relationship. You could tell when you talk about Janae Aiko, like, uh, he just has a certain glow about him. <laughs> it's kind of dope, man. Like, because I know he, he also said, like, Janae is the only person I've been, like, four type of relationships with. Like she was a, uh, she was somebody I work with. She was a friend, companionship, and she was also like a. Um, I forgot what the other thing he said, but and that's kind of dope, yeah. especially to get from a woman. You see what I'm saying? So it's dope to see him in a good space. Cause I know Sean, and he spoke about his music. Like he was in a dark place at one time. Thought about suicide. Yeah. Thought about killing himself. So mm. 
It's just great. And he got some dope Detroit stories, too. Well, and one thing I appreciate about Sean, too, like even the small things, like if uh, Nori was messing up a Detroit rapper's name, he made sure to correct him. Yeah. Because that, that, that means a lot. You see what I'm saying? Like saying somebody's name wrong, like that holds weight. You see yeah. what I'm saying? So he always made sure to correct, and he always showed love to people in his city. And that's that's one thing I can say about him. Like even when Nori was like, oh, yeah, like, you know, the record with you and 42 Doug, he's like, no, 42 Doug. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not 42. It's 42. Yeah. Just like, I pick up on shit like that. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because... <laughs> Nori <laughs> lightweight dyslexic, so like... Yeah. Not heavyweight dyslexic. And I'm not I'm saying say he did it like out of... You know, how, like yeah, you said, he, how Nori... He, he be just... Talking, but I can tell Sean is big on respect. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So, that's really... Yeah, I, he also was catching some heat the other day, too, because it was funny... Uh, you know, he was talking about like how black women is the oh, closest yeah, thing yeah, to God. Yeah, they they ate his ass up in the retweets and the quotes. And uh-huh. all. They ate that nigga up. <laughs> like, bro, we never seen you with a black woman, bro. Like, what you talking about? They're kind of right, Sean. They're kind of right. I ain't seen it, you know. <laughs> maybe maybe in your private life, huh? But yeah. shout uh, out to you, though, my nigga. Uh, shout out. I just thought that shit was my dog was replying in them double yeah. XL comments. It was funny, but. Said man, shout out to them, man. Shout out to everybody doing their thing at good music. You know, just just more positive, just more positive things to come, man. Because like you said, we losing too many people, man. And you know, that just transitioning to another topic. Unfortunately, I never listened to uh, this this uh, artist music, but you know, R. P. The Draco, the ruler, he died this morning. Draco, I definitely from stab wounds. I definitely was uh, a L. A. rapper. I definitely was a big fan of Draco. First time I. Heard him was um shout out to this dude named Josh Pease. He had a Tumblr back in 2015, and that was the first time I heard the the song Mister Get Doe. And I was like, damn, bro, this nigga he's hard. Like his his tone of voices, his like his 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 reflection in his voice, the way he would rap. He kind of sounded like a Bay Area rapper a little bit, but he was from Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And this was like 2015. This was like SoundCloud era. Type shit, and I was I, I I've always been a fan of his music. I haven't listened to his more recent uh, stuff. Like I listened to the first album he put out when he first got out in 2020. But like he's mm-hmm. always been like just like a really really dope rapper. And as fucked up as like he really before he was about to really blow up, he had to go to jail, mm-hmm. and that really like kind of fucked up his momentum. Like he was really like he because like. If you're out on the West Coast, like underground wise, like he's like a legend. Like mm-hmm. he 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 been putting it down. You know what I'm saying? He's like a legend. But far as the mainstream national recognition, he was about to get that before he ended up going to jail because he had to end up doing like a four year, I think like four years in county. They tried. They, they basically they was trying to fuck him over the system. And the, the L.A. County was trying to like really railroad this man. They had him for like two murder charges, like two. Like he could have got like the death penalty, and he beat both them shit. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, he was just like a, he was a dope rapper, man. He was like a really dope rapper. Like, they had like a little era where it was him, Shoreline Mafia, O3 Greedo, All Black. If you're from the West Coast, you know you know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But um, he really had a wave, man. He was like really dope. And you can ask any of the young guys coming up who they who they was listening to. And they'll be like, yo, Draco was definitely an inspiration of mine. He was just like a... His talent was really there, man. I wish I wish people would have really saw... I wish people really could have saw him like before he went to jail cuz after he put out some dope shit while he was out of jail but when he before he went to jail that mm-hmm. nigga was going off like he was going off like he had one of the the hardest albums in um 2017 Cold Devil like 
he was he was a, he was a dope rapper, man. He was a dope rapper. He'll definitely be missed out there in the West Coast. Like they he was a yeah. I don't was, even know what happened. Do you know like exactly like what happened with that? They shit? said that it was a fight at a festival, and he it was up, at a festival. I didn't know he that. Ended up getting stabbed, and people killed me because people was like, "Oh, this is why you gotta like stay out the streets and this, that, and the third. But I'm like, bro, was at his place of employment. He was yeah, at a festival. He, like he's doing his job. He was doing his job, and somebody I don't know how the fuck they even got a knife in the. Uh, the festival, especially off the heels of the Travis Scott shit, and they fucking and they was able to get up that close to bruh. You know what I'm saying? And I don't, I don't, you know, speak on a lot of things as far as like what was going on with him. But mm-hmm. if you like followed his career, you knew that he was there was there was a certain set of people that he was having problems with that mm-hmm. he and he was not scared to talk about these niggas. He would make diss songs about these niggas. He didn't give a fuck. One of the things that was great about him that I feel like also could have been like maybe. Some of the things that hurt him is he was a massive shit talker, like mm-hmm. not just like he he was funny as hell with it, but he was just like a massive shit talker. But it wasn't like cursing, shit talking. It was more like this happened, and you mean you know this happened. So when I'm saying this on record, I'm really talking about you, mm-hmm. and you know I'm talking about you. The world might not know I'm talking about you, but nigga, I'm talking about you, and you know that. So mm-hmm. that's the type of shit talking. I mean, he might say some things that. Nobody else will know about but except him and that other person, mm-hmm. and that's the type of nigga he was like when on, on certain on certain things when it came to you know him having problems. But he definitely there was a certain group of people who was definitely having issues with. I don't I'm not gonna say if they did it or not, but it's just a very unfortunate situation because he was only 28. He's got a lot more life. To young, go. too young, a lot, man. A lot more life to go. That's very young. Mm-hmm. I remember when I turned 28. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm 30 now. Like I couldn't. Even imagine that shit. And you then, know what I'm saying? And, and then to die like that, bro, you get stabbed in your yeah. neck, fam. A nigga. Because they say he got to the hospital and he was like in critical condition, and then, then he, like he didn't make it. Mm-hmm. So it's just unfortunate. Another rapper gone, man. It's just fucked up. Like just off the heels of Young Dolph. Then we just lose somebody else. Uh, Slim Four Hundred. Slim Four Hundred. Yup. It's like it's still going up LA. in Los Angeles, man. It's a lot of LA in general. That they, they, they saying is like they've been telling crazy. people not even to come out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just fucked up. But the RP to him, Where? you know, condolences to his family, like, you know. Hey, man, because I ain't going to lie, man. Bro was really like, I was like, between 2015 and 2017, he was like one of my favorite rappers, bro. Like, he was so hard, bro. He had like some of the hardest records, bro. What was your favorite album from him? Man, Cold Devil. Cold Devil, man. He had like the shit with him and All Black, Blamp. The, um, he would just have like just... He to me he was kind of like a, a, a low key like a, a a little like West Coast version of Max B like you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. far as like his aura his style he was just like a supreme like I said supreme shit talker like you know what I'm saying dog just coming through yeah foreign whip crash or crash the bands fucking hopped out in the mozzie nigga I'm really like just really talking shit just really popping his shit and as far as for like an L A rapper he was like wearing designer had lingo you know. Just really just, he was like his own one of one. Like he was like, there was a lot of people behind him who tried to copy his style, but you know, niggas can't, you know, niggas can't copy the original. Mm-hmm. So, you know, rest in peace to bro, man. I was a, I was a big fan of his music. Yeah, man. That's Definitely. Just something, man. Unfortunate again, man. Like, it's prayer to his family, man. That's all I can really say, man. It's just so fucked up, man. That we just keep using yeah. these, keep losing these artists, man. Word. Like, and so close, man. The Christmas time, it's the, it's the holidays. holidays. It's like, it's, yeah. This is fucked up, man. 100%. Like, mm-hmm. even with the, um, you know, we just had another incident that happened. Fortunately, nobody died from that, but with the Freddie Gibbs and Jim Jones situation. Oh, yeah, that was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, 
you know, people laugh and they trip about it, but you know, somebody could have seriously probably lost their life in that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, they duked it out and they duked it out and they kept it like nothing recorded. Okay, cool, I understand. But mm. you know, at the end of the day, it's like just just with that energy, with all the shit going on, man, mm. I kind of feel like a lot of that shit just unnecessary. Yeah, even though him and um, you know, even though Freddie and, and Jim that this is not like new, this is a prior issue. And I didn't even know they had beef, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, man, they had this was like I wanna say like I think this should go back to like bro, maybe 2014, mm. 2015, something around. So there, Jim just always kept that in the back of his mind. He, yeah, because you know, um, it was an incident where Jim, where uh, Freddie Gibbs got shot at in Brooklyn. Um, you know, they allegedly saying you know it was you know some of Jim people because of the whole you know Jim had his whole vamp life vamp thing, life. and then you know Freddie Gibbs like nigga you throwing up vice lords and mm-hmm. you know. Freddie was just, you know, being on some disrespectful shit. And, you know, the gym is definitely not one to take disrespect. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if anybody's seen the nigga's, you know, track record, you know, whether he win, lose, or draw, dog is not about to take the disrespect. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they, they got it shaking, you know, at a prominent restaurant. It, it, it got Prime to that point where they had to get it shaking literally, you know, in a whole nother state, you know. But that's the thing about rappers. It's like, bro, you can... You a lot of these drivers run into each other, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're gonna run into this person, whether you, you know, you, y'all, y'all all do festivals, y'all all do the same type of shows, y'all fuck the same type of women. Like all y'all <laughs> niggas gonna run into each other once one way or another. So it's just it's gonna be what it's gonna be. Hopefully, like you said, it nothing happened to the point where somebody lost their lives. So that's great. But you know, ain't nothing, you know, old fashioned shakedown, you know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing to it. I can fuck with it sometimes, you know. <laughs> I can fuck with it as long as like I said, nobody got hurt, nobody yeah. died. I know Jim had posted something. That, well, I don't know if he did something about like his next album gonna be called Prime One Twelve or something like that. You I don't think that? it should I don't fuck believe, with that. I think that's a troll. I don't believe yeah. that, man. And even if it is, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't want him to put no shit out like that. Nah, just keep that shit where it's at. Yeah, it, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it, if, if y'all it's had, dead. if y'all did, if y'all linked up on some man to man, you know, face to face type shit, and squabbles went down, then just keep it where it's at and keep yeah. it pushing. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That's how I look at it because yeah. doing music after that is just gonna do nothing but ignite the fire. Then if somebody really get fucked up or get unfortunately lose their life, then what? It's gonna be all for nothing. Or when y'all could have just kept it where it was at. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? If y'all fought and there was no guns pulled out, nothing like that, cool. Yeah. But see the thing, the thing about what uh, the whole situation is like for Jim Jones, it's like Jim Jones will never have to do a show in Gary, Indiana. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but Freddie Gibbs gonna have to do a show in New York. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you gotta look at it from certain perspectives. It's like, bro, like if you wanted if if you were to continue to do this, it would be more pressure on you than it would be on him because mm-hmm. it's like he don't necessarily gotta go to say, like, my nigga, you're you have to go to all these festivals. You gotta do all these shows. Like, you're gonna have to either either y'all gonna run into each other or you're gonna be in a spot where you're pretty much gonna be over man because like I said you're gonna have to go to New York to do a show mm-hmm. there's certain cities that Jim Jones is very like is very clicked up in you know what I'm saying Miami actually being one of them so it would just be it would make it hard for Freddie Gibbs I'd, I'd tell him to quit that shit because it would make harder for you to do what you gotta do mm-hmm. because my nigga you gotta do those festivals in New York like there's no if ands or buts about it so I'll feel you on that mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I don't want to see too many. I, don't, I honestly I don't want to see that shit no more. To be honest, because it's just too much lies lost behind that shit. Like yeah. niggas need to stop that beef and shit. Like for real, for real. Like 
it, it just be too much shit to lose. Yeah, but I mean, with that, man, it goes into like deeper things like the content of the music and, you know, people's artistry and, you know, cause, because we could say all those things, but at the end of the day, it's like people going to still keep rapping about those things because for a lot of niggas, it's just a reality. Yeah, that's a reality. It's yeah. just a reality. I'm just talking about the actual beef. Aspect. Yo, yeah, the act, yeah, especially yeah. between them niggas is like 40, dog. Yeah. Like y'all niggas <laughs> grown, fam. Y'all niggas, Jim Jones got children in high school and, you know, Freddie, grown. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Freddie Gibbs got young kids, like, y'all niggas... Go be dads, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Saying go be dads, niggas got football. both of y'all getting money, Word. doing well within y'all respective fields, business wise. So there's no need to be fucking up money or fucking up niggas' lives potentially over some dumb shit. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Because my whole thing, even with Jim, if Jim was well within his right to check him on whatever it was that he felt, but you know, I just don't want to get to a point where it just becomes a spree type thing. Yeah, you see what I'm multiple saying? incidents happening between artists and. Yeah, man, because we done lost more rappers this between 2010 and now than I'd probably say between any other eras. You know what I'm saying? Real shit. For real. That's between, real shit. Between 2010 Just and even thinking about yeah. 2019 and now. Mm-hmm. Pop, Juice. You know, Juice didn't die by no no game violence or nothing like that, but it's just we losing it. Yeah, and either through gun violence or through drugs. Drugs, Mac saying? Miller. You know? I know I'm missing somebody. Um in order for the art form to keep prospering, we can't have all of our young artists keep dying. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That's the it's the one thing that makes us great about hip hop is we have we we King Vaughn. Yeah, King Vaughn is a thing that we have an opportunity for a lot of young people to actually go make something of themselves. It's just the flip side of that is when you give all these young niggas money. And these mm-hmm. young niggas ain't never had nothing. They ain't never seen outside their, you know, twelve block radius. So you stick one of these little niggas in L in California. You know what I'm saying? It's no telling what this is going to be on this little nigga's mind. Yeah, wilding, wilding, talking shit. If you don't got the right person guiding him, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it's it's fucked up, man. And I feel like a lot of them, even speaking on the record label, I feel like a lot of record labels should even have like therapists in place mm-hmm. for a lot of these young artists, 18, 19, coming in the game, getting all this money, like the weight of the world on their shoulders. People constantly, you know, that could be a lot on the artists. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. If if record labels could get it to a point where you know these these kids is actually talking to somebody, you know they can know how to handle certain situations going forward. You know what I'm saying? Word. Knowing the consequences behind certain things. Now, at the end of the day, if they do have these things and they choose to do it, then okay, hands is clean at that point. Yeah, but I feel like do. if you put any in initiative to just even try to prevent that shit, you can have we can avoid a lot of this shit. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people, man. There's a lot of you know. There's a lot of kids who when they first come into the game. They don't like I said. They 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 fresh out of water. They don't they don't really know anything. They haven't really been anywhere. They haven't seen nothing. And just having that older person, they just probably tap them on the shoulder and be like, "Man, bro, you shouldn't move like that. Or mm-hmm. you need to go. You know, watch out for this. You know, what I'm saying, don't give all your family members money. You know, what I'm saying, don't you know, don't have you know, just all your niggas just around you. Just don't have thirty forty niggas. Don't have thirty forty niggas just sit just laying around you. Nobody doing nothing. Doing, doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? People, people, you know the 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 kids now. Nowadays, who jumping because they're coming in younger and younger, bro. Yeah, even I mean, yeah. back then there was only a few like young rappers. Yeah, like, and I'm I not re- a fan of dog, but look, just look at Herbo and um, what's the other dude he used to rap with? Lil Baby, yeah, yeah, they doing they, they was 14, 15 in 2011, and it's crazy just to think Herbo was only what 25, 26. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, man, I've been listening to Herbo since like 2014, maybe 2013. Yeah, but he was rapping at 2011, 2012, yeah, wasn't he? No, nah, he. I first heard about him between like 2012, 2013. He maybe was like maybe 16 at that point. And he's only like 25, 26 Yeah, 25, now. 26 now. So it's like he technically still in his prime. Mm-hmm. And that's a blessing for him to still be here 10 years later because yeah. a lot of them don't even make it. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So... That's real dope. That's real dope. And you can tell because with them, they all had older people. Like, uh, like you know, G Herbo, he was under like um, Mickey Hostins because he mm-hmm. he he's, he was a Chicago rapper. Um, they be under niggas like No ID. There's old they. You could tell there was around some older guys that you know put them on the game and let them know like, hey, bro, ain't supposed to go like that. Of course, when you're young, you're gonna make mistakes, but you know their mistakes haven't been to the ones where like that's completely detrimental to their career. Mm-hmm. And so you can tell like, all right, there's a young there's a, there's somebody there who's watching them. You know, it's Roddy Rich the same way. Like mm-hmm. you could tell there's older people around them. That's come like showing them the way. You know what I'm saying? They're not they're not getting into a shitload of trouble. They're not constantly running into the law like that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, even though Herbo had his case, but before then, like I wasn't really hearing too much about bro on that side compared to all the other Chicago rappers. Mm-hmm. So you can see who has some type of guidance in them, and you can also and you can also see who don't. Mm-hmm. And you know the actions speak for it. One hundred percent, one hundred percent, bro. It's just like, you know, just off the heels of that situation, man. Just, I just want better for the artists overall, especially because it's, you know, it's all shit, man. Like, I don't want to see rappers every other month dying. You saying as a result of violence or drugs and that mm-hmm. shit, man. Like, y'all niggas are here for a reason. You have an art. You have a gift. Mm-hmm. You know, just it'd be good to see y'all live a long life. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It'd be dope to see a lot of y'all live a long life, man. Because like, because that's that's a perception of a lot of rappers. Mm. Niggas ain't gonna make it. Yeah, and but you know, I think as long as people, I think as long as you know the young guys are, are staying in it and you know keeping preserving themselves, they'll 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 they will gradually you know reap the fruits of their labors as they keep going. You look at niggas like two chains. You look at niggas who are forty something, forty old yeah, and like bro, these Ross. niggas, Ross. These niggas, Rostin, Rostin, come out till he was about thirty. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, niggas really His first album was he was 30 years old. You know, really, you know, having you know, really really seeing the fruits of their labor because they're, they're around long enough. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And that's a blessing to be able to be 40 years old. So like for two shorts like 53, this nigga still puts out records. Mm-hmm. Like that's amazing. Even though I'm not the biggest two short fan, but that's, that's, a, that's amazing. Hove's still rapping at 52. And but and, and Hove not only rapping at 52, Hove's still like one of the best rappers at he's 52. Still rapping at, you know, elite at, a, level. at an elite level. He, he's a unicorn though. It's like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. not too many niggas are going to be able to yeah. To do that at that level, but you know, as long as you can stay productive, stay in it, and you know, you can you can see that you can see yourself grow in time. You know, what I'm saying to be that artist that you want to be, because maybe you might be a nigga who only in it for five years. Mm-hmm. You get what you got to get, and then you go like on transition through, to you transition else, yeah. to something else. But you'll never know that if you die. Yeah, facts. So that's what I'm speaking. You were speaking of Ross. Oh, when Ross left that fucking interview, bro. Oh, with fucking oh, eighty five South. That oh, shit no, oh, yeah, the eighty five South. That shit was hilarious. This man said he was going to the bathroom, take off his jacket. Nigga ain't never came back, bro. He never came back. Well, did they ever give an explanation why? I can't I remember. Heard it was because it was a question about uh, 
hold or something. Man, nah. no that's what I heard. No but based off, but based <laughs> off the video, based off the video, I didn't hear nothing that Chico might have said. Nigga said hold, so he dealt, dog. That's funny. That's what I heard. But looking at the video, it didn't. I didn't hear nothing from anybody that made him like want to leave. leave. That's what unless I, I gotta watch something beforehand. Nah, they, it was a little video clip of and they was like, "Yo, Ross left." And like he's in the van. It's like, "Yeah, he left." Yeah, it's like. Uh, yeah, he got like a call. He had to rush to the airport or some shit like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. They didn't say like what it was. They just oh, said man. he had to rush to the airport. Yeah, because the nigga said he was going to the bathroom. Yeah. Nigga ain't never, never he did, he did that. He did that slow little creep up. Though. Yeah. <laughs> you put your hand down, your fist down first and creep yourself up. Then you get up. Yeah. yeah. That nigga, he was out. He already knew it was that time. I don't think he had nowhere to go. I think he just wanted to do it. He was probably do it. He wasn't fucking <laughs> And you know, his house is in Georgia, so that nigga's like, man, I'm about to go home, bro. He's <laughs> like, yo, I'm about to go home, dog. That's some wild shit, bro. Hey, you see, you um, speaking of Ross interviews, you seen the one he did with, um, we was talking about Pop, we was talking about BMF. Mm-hmm. We was talking about, yo, that nigga, he's a funny nigga, bro. That nigga <laughs> said 50 only made 250,000. Yeah. But at the end of the day. Sound like some hating shit, bro. It do, but if Ross knew television, that's kind of like standard for your first season. Like, you really don't get no major money till like, you go for the second season mm-hmm. to, to, you know, to re-up. So... That was funny to me. Ross is a funny nigga, man. He always going to be funny, though. Especially, like, the Hater to Love It video. Anytime I'm having a bad day, just Google Rick Ross Hater to I mean, YouTube Rick Ross Hater to Love It. And he always listening to that shit. Yes, though. He's he always, always listening to that shit. He, he like, when he go out to Cali, niggas. He'll, he'll put the windows down and start bumping <laughs> that shit. <laughs> I love him. I like the part we talk about his mama kissing the girl and shit. <laughs> Yeah, it's a real <laughs> shit. <laughs> nigga Ross is stupid, dog. Man, it's stupid. It's what that nigga said. Oh. But no, I was just in the. Remember when Mo had dropped the uh, the lyrics in the chat about them shots he took on Lil? Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. he was firing off on some niggas, bro. Yeah, he did. I want to know what Omarion did to him, man. But he's he was. Omarion don't fuck with nobody. He, but he was throwing shots at Omarion for like the past, like. For real? Yeah. He'd be like, like in like in his interviews, I guess they would ask about him and he really don't like, it ain't really True. like a yes or a no type thing, but you can tell thing. like, I ain't really fucking with dog. Yeah. So it's like, he really, you know. So I guess, he, guess he must have felt the type of way for dipping, leaving MMG or something. I mean, but honestly, Ross wasn't really putting out Omari on like that. Nah, that nigga barely was on self-made projects. So. Word, that nigga, I, the only song I really remember uh, Omari on, on is like M.I.A. I can't think any, you can, you can think of any other song or like, or like the shit on um, the Touching You, um, that's about it, Touching You and M.I.A. Those are the only songs I can remember Omari on and Ross on. I can't really, I can't remember nothing else. Either, I just thought that shit was funny. I'm like, God damn! It's like I dropped the Mario on. He began to fizz. I was like, Mmm, mmm, mmm. Why? He, and then he put fizz in the equation. Like, man, you know, play on words, man. Word. Play on words. <laughs> play play on words, man. Said Drew. That man said Drew. He ain't had to throw Fizz name in there though, no, bro. You could have dissed the nigga. But why you gonna yeah. throw Fizz name in there? That shit wild, man. That shit wild. Like, damn, Ross. Like, that's what we doing, man. Like, I don't know. The the album reviews was getting the dog. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know, man. That shit was just wild to me, man. That shit was wild to me. Yeah. You had a chance to hear a Roddy Rich album? 
I haven't heard it, but I ain't gonna lie. The reviews, Ur, niggas been killing yeah, niggas that, been killing shit. that shit, bro. Niggas have been killing that album. Niggas been killing that shit, bro. Like I don't know, man. I'm not a Roddy Rich fan, yeah, so I, I, I'll catch that shit like on the on the wind type yeah, through shit, passing. Like, like through passing. But they ain't really giving me no center to listen to that shit yeah, right now. Everybody's though. telling me niggas that are shit cooking, ain't like cleaning that shit up. Yeah, everybody telling me that's not the one. Niggas had the graphic 0.0 rebound, 0 assist, six fouls. The Tony Snell? Tony Snell. Six fouls. I was like, damn, Damn, bro. Bro, boy, so you Tony Snell, Roddy. You know, you can't go out like that, bro. Was his his album that had, uh, what was the name of that album? That was Excuse Me, I'm Antisocial. Yeah, that shit was good. I I'm, felt like this I, shit was cool. I've never, like I said, I'm not really, I've never really been listen to dog. Okay, I've never really listened to dog like that. But you know, but damn, bro, that's you know, people really people grilling that shit, bro. It's, it's not Cooking what it's supposed this nigga to be. Up. Damn, damn, Roddy, and then Roddy waited like two years to drop that. That shit came out 2019. Yeah, bro, his first album was like 2019, bro. Damn, what the fuck? No, you right because nobody really was dropping 2020. If you wait two years, my nigga, that shit got to be worth the wait. Like it could, and then no offense, but for the type of music he makes, that music is usually made at a faster rate than two years. Like niggas, for the type of no offense, I mean he's a great artist, but the type of music he makes, there's niggas who make that music like they drop projects like that, making that kind of music. Mm-hmm. So for him to wait two years, you have to do something different. I mean, he tried. He had the Jamie Foxx. I heard. Which is that was different. I ain't heard nobody put Jamie on a record in a while. So <laughs> for real, I just haven't. Jamie's a great artist, so you know. Mm-hmm. But I don't know niggas just ain't feeling that. Any other new music came out? Um, not from this past Friday that I heard. No. Uh-uh. Oh, I gotta give a shout out to um, who? who uh, I gotta give a shout out to ASAP Ant Marino Infantry. I was just listening to this shit uh, earlier. I'm, man, ASAP ain't been on like a currency type run for about like three years on the underground. I'm a big underground music listener. So shout out to ASAP and Oh, ESCG dropped. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he did. Bigger Than Life uh, Part 2. Yeah. But shout out to ASAP and Who would have known that he would have been the best person out of ASAP Mob as far as consistency and making great music? So shout out to him. Yeah, Young Blue drop. Shout out to Soda. Shout out to Lulu P. Shout out to Lydell. He low-key Marino Infantry. So yeah, shout out to them boys, man. They're doing they're mm-hmm. doing big things out there, especially with the music and the clothes. So yeah. shout out to them. Boldy James dropped. I was Alchemist. listening to that. I was listening to that. That was pretty smooth. I fuck um, with that. Gucci Mane dropped another Christmas album. <sighs> Boy, that nigga don't. Though he must got the, <laughs> that nigga Wop got the lifetime green light from Atlantic Records, bro. I don't know what type of. I don't know what type of. Sit down. What the fuck this nigga doing? But this nigga got the lifetime green light. I've never seen a nigga who can drop that much albums on that much fucking record on that much on that much on that on one record label that much. Like it is insane. That nigga has the, that nigga got the ultimate green light. That nigga Steph Curry over there at Atlantic Records. Mm. That nigga pull up from anywhere, bro. Green light. And they got the green light. I've never seen an artist with that much green lights as Gucci Man on that one record label. That nigga put out a hundred records if you he could. That nigga could drop a literally an album every fucking week on that on Atlantic if he wanted to. Must be nice. Must be, bro. I just want to know what the numbers looking like. I mean, them numbers ain't looking like shit, but it's the <laughs> fact that like you can still. It's just the fact that Mike Bruck could put them shit out, bro. He can he can swing them shit as much as he wants to. So shout out to Gucci. You know, I know them. I mean, we in the screaming era, so I guess more music. You know, more streams. 
Bobby dropped that new video. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Shout out to Bobby. Bobby just been on a run where he's just trying to have fun. Yeah. And I and I appreciate like how he ain't really feeding into the critics. Yeah. Like, cause even when you look at his interview, he just had on Complex. Like the nigga just happy, man. Like he's yeah. just genuinely happy to be. And I think we can be uh, critical of artists and their art. But like with Bobby, I was never expecting him to come back and give me no critically acclaimed shit. The yeah. nigga was locked up for seven years. This nigga was a kid going in. Yes, like, he was a kid hot, going in. How shit was like, nigga, like that's, he was that, 19, 18. Yeah. That shit came and gone. Like that, I was fucking it up for that shit. Like, that nigga really missed here? like his prime, almost yeah. his prime years. Because Bobby's only what 27, 28? But of course, the game changes. Very, 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 very much so since he was fucking locked yeah. up. I mean, seven years that that we done been through like five changes in music right. by that time. Now this is the TikTok era, so mm-hmm. it's like you know niggas are doing shit for a quick fifteen minute videos. Now he's one ninety four. Yeah, so, so he went in at nineteen, yeah. twenty years old. I don't. I didn't expect him to come out and give us like trapped out like he been in the streets type shit because he hasn't been he's living life now so he's just enjoying and, and the video shows him just living life and you can tell even stuff. his music he's enjoying making his music yeah, he's not trying to because it's you know it's all about you know like you said you like where he's at in his life bruh's not in that same place he's in like bruh just did seven years like i want to be happy my nigga <laughs> like i want to make records to dance and i want to you know fuck with women i want to I want to just live my life, and I feel Bobby on that. I mean, am I a fan of the music? No, but at the end of the day, my nigga, you got to do what you got to do. Like as far as how you feeling, you know, you can't. You we not going to expect no hot nigga Bobby Schmurder or no computers Bobby Schmurder because like nigga, I just been in the can for seven years. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to rap about you know shooting nobody, my Mm -hmm. nigga. I'm trying to have some fun in this motherfucker. And you cl- we clearly know you wasn't shooting nobody. Nigga, you just was there for seven years. Yeah, just I just got out. Yeah. My nigga, I'm on house. You know what I'm saying? I got a bracelet on. This man did seven years. Yeah, he could have been out. He could have got out. You know, early. Mm -hmm. He did his whole bed though. Mm -hmm. But I still think in this situation, they gotta push Roddy more because Roddy's actually like, I mean, he's the better of the two. But Roddy's really Roddy's nice, bro. I Roddy, fuck with Reb, him. Roddy Rebel's nice, bro. I mean, he had a couple of bangers when he got out, yeah, like yeah. Uh, reroute. Yeah. And then he had uh, what was the other one? That shit where he was with on on that YSL. Um, on that um YSL compilation, he did his thing on there like Brody Nice. They need what's the name of that song? They need to they need to put shit. that bread. Um, I mean, no offense to Bobby, Bobby be doing his thing, but like as far as like the longevity, I would put my I would put some money behind Roddy, man. Roddy still got that crazy energy, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he just really pop his shit. Mm-hmm. Like when Roddy on a track. You know Roddy on a track, even in the visuals of it. Even Came when and saw, you, yeah, yeah. Came and saw, like. Even in the booth, when you see this nigga like fucking Instagram and shit, this nigga's really in that shit, just fucking it up, like yeah. as he's fucking recording this shit. But they need that energy, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that they, energy yeah. was what really brought them boy on. Yeah, that, but that's yeah. what you see it in this Bobby's video. Now yeah. you see Bobby fucking back to his shit, mm-hmm. thrusting the fucking air, doing all this crazy <laughs> shit, like yeah. head between cheeks and shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like love to see the shit for this nigga, Real, man. man. Hell yeah! And they got what Cravo on the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, I fuck with it, man. You know what song hard, bro? That Migos and Jim Jones song hard, bro. Mm. That shit's hard. I like that shit. Motherfucking QC trying to get Chris Brown. They saying. For I remember it? you had told us about. Mm-hmm. That. Yeah. 
I mean, no matter where Chris go, he gonna sell. That's big for QC though, man. If they can land a Q, if they can land him, even on the, I mean, management is one thing because they manage a couple people. But to guy, bring us a lot of money. You said what? He'll bring them a lot of money. Yeah, about to say, but as far as like having them on the label, like him signed as an artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, if P do that, man, he's a that nigga's a magician. Yeah, yeah, man, because he on his way up as far as like executives, man. Like he's really doing this thing with QC, man. He he eventually he gonna stamp himself in the the Diddies and the Birdmans and the once he lands this network, it's gonna get crazy. Mm-hmm. They were talking about that shit on. Um, and he got a long way to go. Yeah, he mm-hmm. does. But I mean, it's it's just groundwork now. You know what I mean? Like it's but it's and the he time. came a long way too. He really has. And P is how old? He gotta be close to forty, in it. Yeah, because man, definitely probably like mid four, not mid early forty. Yeah, he had yeah. to grind the way he had too. Because yeah. he, I remember him and uh, Dirty Dave was doing had Dirty Dollars, mm-hmm. and then that shit ain't you know matriculated. Then he ended up doing QC, and then, hey man, niggas can say what they want, bro, about the Migos, but QC is is run, is doing the damn thing, man. But Migos. QC is the Migos. Like Q, the Migos is QC. QC is the Migos. I don't care what nobody say. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Lil Baby. Shout out, but nigga, that's the house the Migos built. Yeah. I've seen that shit from 2012 to now. That mm-hmm. is that is the house the Migos. But I don't give a fuck who else come on that label. I don't care who else got success, man. Nigga, that's the Migos. That's the house the Migos built. 100% agree with you. I just hope that, that nigga nobody forgets about that. 37? Okay. I just hope nobody forgets about that. Because even though musically they might not be. As hot as baby or the rest of them niggas on that label, but at the end of the day, they built that label. Yeah, they built that label brick by brick, my nigga. From Hannah Montana to fucking uh, Bad and Bougie mm-hmm. to All Fight Night, everything, bro. Because I, like I said, bro, that was 2012. I remember them. I remember that era. I remember Migos. I remember when Migos came to Blue Magic. Yeah, like, I remember they came to uh, Plan B too. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, man. Shout out to them boys, man. Them boys been holding it down, man. That's crazy. Now mm-hmm. I think about that shit, like how... F- uh, that shit's just crazy. That era just was crazy. I that. Like, 08 all the way through... 2013, 14? Yeah, that mm-hmm. was wild. Yeah. Because I always talk about the 05, 06 jump, but like once you get to like 08, 09, yeah, it went up. It was some times. Yeah. I spent a lot of days going to school late because of Toucan Sundays and shit like Come that. Come on now. Yeah, like I was talking to um, this, uh, she's a producer in um, Atlanta for a news channel, and um, she was talking about like, whatever happened to Market Street, and it's just like, yo, like, honestly, like, when you think about that shit, like, dirty, that was Dirty Dave's time of Purple Tree. Yeah, yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. that was, that was. I got them racks, mm -hmm. and yeah. Yeah, like, that was the time when he was really starting to pop. And it just brought so much shit to the city. Like, it yeah. just brought a lot of shit Y'all to the city. Y'all give them props. Brett brought a lot yeah. of shit down here. You know what I'm saying? That that Plan B, like you said, that blue, uh, Purple Tree, mm-hmm. Blue Magic Plan B era, there was a lot of things coming down this way. You know, he was a part of that, you know? Mm-hmm. So I definitely give Brett, I don't know what, what the fuck happened to Brett now. I hope, hope he beat his case or whatever. Woo. So, yeah, man. But I was a, I was error though, Drew. Mm-hmm. I definitely was an error. But Pete talks about it. Um, he talks about you know he how the business started. He had a partner, which he's speaking about Dave and mm-hmm. how shit just didn't really. There was a different label was going under quality control. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it was going under. Um, there was dirty, de- yeah, dirty, dirty dollars. Dollar. Yeah, yeah, dirty dollars. Um, and then just that transition because they built. They was building that studio in Atlanta, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and 
Um, just they, he talks about it's like if one of his earlier interviews and shit like that. But he breaks that whole shit down, just saying that like we saw two different. He had to go his lane, and I had to go my lane. Basically, I'm trying to go legit, and this nigga still trying to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this nigga still trying to do the thing we not trying to do right now. All right, so and you yeah. see what happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. Here we are. Yeah, here we are. Like so, so, sticking to your roots, sticking to what you know, having the vision, the ultimate goals. You know what what you're trying to reach, longevity. Here he is, man. Proud of the nigga, man. Big up to him. Hey, man, y'all uh, y'all see that? Uh, bless you. Black youngster had a performance in Dallas. And this nigga performed Shake Something in Dallas. Mm. I didn't see. They that. was not feeling that shit. It's been a it's been a run of that because the baby just was on this festival stage somewhere, and they was throwing trash at this motherfucker yeah. though. Like it's yeah, yeah. open for future at Rolling Loud. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they was throwing trash at him. Damn. But the thing with Black Youngsters, Shake Something is a Young Dolph diss. Oh. And he performed that shit in this Dallas. Was when? This was just last night. Oh no, that nigga tripping. He, but that's them boy. Like my whole thing is, bro. If once the nigga dead, he's dead, bro. There's no yeah. need to keep playing your diss song, bro. He's and the crowd wasn't reacting enough. Hell no, they was sitting there like they was sitting there staring at this nigga like, bro, what the fuck is you doing right now? Like they was really looking at. I didn't peep that. I gotta check that out. You gotta peep that, bro. It was really. It was they, people was looking at this nigga like. I can't believe this nigga really performing this shit right now. And you even know, yeah, he is technically the other side, whatever the case may be. But like, bro, it's got to be a certain point where it's like, bro, it's over. Like, yeah. it's over. Like, it's over. Too soon. I don't. Yeah. I don't know the extent of you know the beef, beef between Dolph and Youngster. I know we know Dolph and Dolph and got it. But if it's just off the fact that your boss is beefing with this nigga, and that's still even playing, corny. That's yeah. corny. Even if you had a personal issue with bro, like it's over now. Bro is dead. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no need to keep poking no, at that because yeah. you know energy is real. So you keep performing that song. Mm-hmm. God only knows what could happen. So, but what if like I mean, but just like locally. So what if they play like, like Mr. Taylor shoot that fucker right now, and like Hubie pass or some crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? Like not saying like Brett has that statue of that, but yeah, that but song is that, like that's, but but uh, the thing, but that song was controversial, bro. <laughs> that was very Mr. Taylor shit. That shit was because Dog used to own the club. He used to own Kush, mm-hmm. and niggas would play, and the DJs would play that song in the club. I remember imagine, that shit. Imagine you a club owner and a nigga dissing you, and the, and the DJs playing the song that the nigga dissing you on. And the whole club going crazy, bro. And you in the club. Yeah. You in the club, nigga. I'm talking about the whole club is going fucking bananas when this song mm. drops. When you hear that, I got my 45 in my pants. The whole <laughs> fucking club is just... Lose ret- your fucking you mind. Go, you lose the whole club going retarded. Bro. When, See, that, when but, they bring that shit back, win a nigga, win a nigga, win a nigga, win a nigga. Yes, yes sir. But, but yeah, I guess like, it's different because he was actually alive. You but what that's what I'm saying. Damn. But if when... Now, if with that same energy now, while this nigga's alive, the nigga's in this club, it's the same energy. So black youngsters to play this shit now in this man's past. See what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I feel you. Like that's that's why I'd I be feeling like Ugh. I get it, but I think it's just the timing of that shit. Like Yeah, because I honestly if in and if and if bruh had passed away like when I saw him, that shit came out like, what, 08, 09? Something like that? Mm-hmm. Something between it. If Dog would have passed away around that time, I think DJs would have gave respect and not played that shit. I doubt it. You you don't think so? Not during those times. I mean, not in Kush. They wouldn't do it in Kush. They played it in Kush. That's what I'm saying. If he was, <laughs> but, but if he was, if Brian passed away, I don't think they would have played that I song I think it would have been so. 
I think they would have not have played that song. Yeah. Hey, Maybe see, in another place, but I don't think they would have done it because that was I, bold as fuck for them niggas to do that shit. I've been to places where niggas just like, not to say like to the extent of like niggas dead, but niggas snitching and shit like that. So like, I mean, if the, if the streets catch you, you know you're dead anyway. So it's like yeah. to even play their music, it's like, uh, like nigga, yeah. you kind of bugging. Like when yeah. Dino and shit, like when niggas were playing Dino, niggas would boo the DJ and shit. Like I've been in Kush like when niggas would do shit like that, but yeah. it's like. Y'all niggas really ain't... That nigga ain't had shit to do with y'all niggas. Yeah, it's just, just listen nigga. to the music, fam. Right. Just listen to the music. Like, yeah. that's just really what it is. But Black Youngster's out of... I think, again, I just think it's too soon for him to play that shit. Like, Garrett, yeah. yes, you did this song. Yes, it, it was a banger. Maybe whatever exchange y'all had, cool. Just too soon. Yeah, just dead that shit, bro. Just too soon, Especially bro. with all of it going on and just dead that too shit. Too soon, bro. Like I, and I think him and the baby are like, it's just the same shit, the antics, man. Like to stay yeah. relevant, to have headlines. Like if you look, if you type in Black Youngster right now, five hours ago, this article's posted about Black Youngster. Like this is what niggas are looking for, that careers are, I mean, what the fuck, when's the last time we talked about Black Youngster? Been a minute. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like, to to do something to get your name in the fucking, the line, like, I can see him doing something. He's on, like, like the bottom tier of the CMG roster. That stuttering shit ain't get him nowhere. He's at the bottom tier of the GMC, at the uh, CMG roster. Because he be going viral for just doing funny shit. It don't really be his music. It don't be music. At all. He's like a meme now because a lot of his videos is used for, like, tweets and shit. Mm -hmm. And his fucking reactions and shit like that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's it. So... Honestly, like, when's the last time this nigga really was relevant other than, like... The jokey shit. Exactly. So Can't that's, remember. That's what I'm saying. Like, it just yeah. sucks. I never really listened to the music like that, to yeah. be honest. Never. Never had a Black Youngster song on download on Apple Music. Me never. either. <laughs> Zero plays. Yeah. I never, me either, but... Yeah, that was just some crazy shit to see. Like, I'm just like... Yeah, I didn't see that. I might have to check that yeah, out. Yeah, I'm just like, bro, this nigga did what? I'm not surprised, though, because a nigga just be doing... He, he would do some shit like that. Yeah, he would. He looked like the type that would do some shit like mm-hmm. that. So, yeah, man. So, the, I mean, these niggas, it's, when these niggas get money and some power, man, it's, it's just that ego, who man. You really are, man. It's just yeah. all that that ego. You can't, you can't tell a, n- a nigga nothing. nothing. Money don't change you. It just magnifies who you were already. Facts. Mm-hmm. If you was a piece of shit with no money, you were a super you, piece of Yeah, you're going to be a super piece, piece of, of shit, shit now, nigga. You got money. Because you're going to feel like you can shit on anybody. You can mm-hmm. be arrogant to anybody. You're better than everybody. Nobody can tell you nothing. So it's just like... And I catch that shit from like boxers and shit. Like Adrian Broner. Like I don't really know too much about that nigga, but I just feel when like... When he started losing, it got worse. Yeah. yeah. Like it just was like, nigga, what are you yeah. doing, dog? He wasn't really working on his craft no more. Nah, time. he just was really for the fucking antics. And it's the like... antics, yeah. Oh. And he had, and he, had a, he, had, he had a chance to be one of the greatest. He had a chance to be one of the greatest. He had a lot of potential, bro. Just fucked all that shit off. Just playing fuck up, man. Being goofy. Just being goofy, not really taking this craft serious. Just listen to Floyd, man. Floyd yeah, was because some of the losses is ugly. Yes, <laughs> Floyd was telling you, bro. Yeah, stop with him. the bullshit. Just do your stop with the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Nigga kept going, bro. You see what happened now, bro? <laughs> you, we don't even. He he's a meme. He's definitely one hundred percent. One hundred percent a meme. That's crazy, nigga. Career turning to memes. Memes, bro. That's. <laughs> God damn, bro! How you go from that to this? It's just tough out here. It is, man. Speaking of boxing, man, y'all see that uh, Jake Paul, Tyron Willie? I forgot about it, but I saw it. <coughs> I saw it this morning <coughs> on the TL. I mean, my goodness, bro! He man. can't. Then he just loses last fight. Yeah, 
Nigga lost. He's 0 2. Who did he lose to? Jake Paul, bro. 0 2. 0 yep. 2 against this nigga. <sighs> Him and Nate Robinson need to stay out the fucking Man, boxing. Word, we got to send in the troops for Jake Paul. And Tyrone Hooley can't talk. I mean, he just needs to shut the fuck yeah, up. We got to send in. Because that knockout that he took last night was ridiculous. Face flat, bro. No boy had no boy had the meme with like Woody and Toy Story. It was like Andy's coming, and everybody. The Tyrone like, Woody. Yeah. I mean, the way he was laid out, he was out cold. As yeah. a, I mean, as soon as he got hit, he was out. Like, and I felt so like, the fall was worse. Yeah. Like it's, it looked like he came with like a side punch too. Like the nigga had to catch a nigga and rattle his brain to restart mode, bro. <laughs> like for real. Nigga like, was an iPhone, bro. Stick that nigga in rice. For real. <laughs> stick that nigga in rice. That Tyrone Woolley shit is nasty. Hey, but then that, Darren Williams and Frank oh Gore. God. Oh God, bro! I saw that one. I saw that. You know what's one. so crazy? People tripping off Frank Gore, saying like, "Hey, like when he got hit." But to be honest, that motherfucker got a strong jaw because most people would have got knocked yeah, out right there. You know what I'm cool. saying? It's like when he got hit, he was just like, "Hey, I was more impressed at the fact that nigga didn't get knocked out." He got a strong jaw, bro. That's Nick, all I got to say. Hey, man, he went in the rounds. That's all I can say, it? man. Shout out to Frank Gordon. Frank the Tank. Yeah, sir. <laughs> he lost, though. He lost. He took that L. Dan Williams like, said, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's the only thing I got. That's all I got for y'all. That nigga went street on the nigga, pushing the nigga out yeah, of yeah. bounds. Out of bounds. Yeah, he was lining for that one. I saw it like, nigga. He pushed that nigga dead right the ring. Pushing nigga, bro. It's boxing. Nigga playing Oculus, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> Where, bro? That nigga fucking pushed the man out of bounds and shit. But nah, Frank Gore, he hand, he handled it. He held his own. I mean, I don't expect these niggas to fucking really know how to box. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. it's a football nigga. He knows how to yeah. throw away some truck niggas. That's all he known to yeah. do. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? To, to put him in this... I mean, nigga, you went in the rounds of, one, of a professional boxer. You see how tired you was. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And this is a nigga who works out... Daily, you see what I'm saying? Like, and them coach. be smaller rounds. Yeah, nah, yeah. like them niggas only be fighting for four rounds. Come on now. And so, then how long? The, how long the minutes be in the round? Three, like three, about, about three minutes. Yeah. So to go the distance of three minutes around, and you're not really physically equipped for this, like you football all your fucking life. And really, it's twelve rounds. Yeah. yeah. But even to say, you know what I mean? Like that's that's impressive, man. Like the yeah. nigga didn't get knocked out, and he fucking was unguarded. Yeah. I was like, very impressed at the fact that he didn't get knocked out yeah, after that. Yeah, he was that, just like saying, hey, like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, he caught that shit. He got that tank ass head, though. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying. He <laughs> caught that shit. For real, though. Because it was wide open. It was wide open. Yeah. Guarding. He just got yeah, he, yeah, he, he, And all he, he was like, should have. He definitely should have felt fleece fight after that If one. you've ever been in a fight before, you see a nigga face wide open. You coming with the gusto, nigga. Like, all your might in that one punch, you bro. You try to lamb this nigga, bro. Yeah. Word, bro. So... Dan threw that fucking, the best fucking punch that beige nigga can throw, nigga. Yeah. And that fucking ate that shit, hey, bro. Hey, bro, speaking of shit like that, one of the craziest shits I ever seen, bro, it was, um, you remember them big ass parties you used to have in Music Farm? Oh, chill, man. All right, so, chill, bro. All right, chill, so, do you, do you know who I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about. You talking about? about? Talk about? chill out, man. No, dog. I got to tell the story, Drew. <laughs> I got to tell the story. Chill out, nigga. So, all you right. You punch heard across the world. Okay, nigga. all right, all right. No, all right, so, so, all right, Mike. So, I know exactly we, what y'all talking about. You ain't got to tell me. Right. No, it might have been that. I know which one you're talking about, but this might have been another one. We might be talking about the same one. I know which one you're talking about, but this is another one. So we walking out of music farm, right? And there's this dude that we know. I ain't gonna say brand name. So I, I dap him up. I was like, "Yo, hey, what's up, bro? You wanna see you in a minute?" He's like, "Yeah, man, everything all good." So he walks, but he walks all, all from me. 
And there's this other dude who was smoking a cigarette, just like minding his business. I'm guessing the guy who I just dapped and the dude who was uh, smoking a cigarette, I guess they might have had words because the dude who was smoking a cigarette was walking. His whole left side of his face was open. The dude who I'm just talking to was like kind of creeping around. So I'm like, I'm looking at bro. I'm like, oh yeah, he about to, he about to try to lay dog out. <laughs> so dog walking, smoking a cigarette, he creeping around. All you see is a, a fist and face connect. All you hear is a boom, like a fucking, like a, like a, almost like damn near like, like, like somebody crashed into like a, a brick wall, my nigga. Mm. He hit this nigga so hard, the nigga's cigarette flew out his mouth. How about this nigga pick that cigarette up, put it back in his mouth, and walked off? <laughs> like it was nothing. Like it was nothing. I'm talking about, dog, this nigga got hit. Like, you ever seen a nigga get hit and his face instantly swell? Yeah. Like, like Popeye or some shit like that? That's how dog get laid. And he got the fuck back up, pick his cigarette yeah, up. And kept, kept walking. And kept walking. And everybody was, we was all looking at each other like, bro, did that really just happen? <laughs> that, nicot- that nicotine high got that boy good <laughs> boy shit but the one y'all talking about I know which one you, I ain't gonna say that I ain't gonna say that oh, one okay. Drew yeah I, I know that one say. but yeah. that's Whoa. crazy pick up, to pick up to pick up the cigarette and just keep walking keep walking yes right? bro he picked up the cigarette and niggas know who I'm talking about I ain't gonna say your name but you you know I know the nigga who, who stick dog I ain't gonna say your name and the nigga who get laid I ain't gonna say your name, but you, everybody know who they are in this in the yeah, story. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Man, that's insane, bro. Yeah, bro. I'm talking about you pick that shit right up off the floor. What do you think about this COVID shit with the NBA and NFL, man? Man, this shit is ridiculous right now, bro. This shit really running. Name laps a player through. they in that bitch. Yeah, they running laps through both leagues right now, man. They done rescheduled games for NFL. I saw um the Memphis and Tennessee game, the the basketball game got rescheduled. Postponed. Yeah. Damn, but my whole thing is like, uh, bro. Trey, that's how Trey Young yep. today. He in protocol mm-hmm. now too. Uh, Lakers coach, yeah. He in protocol. KD. Browns coach, yeah, protocol. KD, Kyrie, Kyrie yeah. in protocol. Mm-hmm. But I tell you what though, niggas ain't gonna have that shit Christmas Day. I tell you oh, that yeah. much. Them, them shit, NBA, the forms definitely going to get. Yeah, listen, NBA ain't missing out no money on that shit. Nah, they yeah, got yeah. they roll out their uniform, the jerseys, the Christmas jerseys. KD, Kyrie, and Harden going to be on that motherfucking floor. ASAP. Because you already know the shoes are going to be whatever if niggas about to drop some new shit. Like, we getting prepared for All-Stars. So niggas' designs are already done. Now yeah, you about yeah. to see them start to wear the Christmas colorways. Them yeah. shit's dropping. Yeah, them yeah, shit dropping. Them shit about to drop in February after All-Stars. So you already know. Everybody got a stake in this shit. Nike. The fucking fucking yeah. Christmas jerseys. The fucking sleeve jerseys. You know how they do yeah, them shit yeah. and stuff. Yep, running all them shit, bro. bro shit so crazy. I seen a video last night. And he said, dog, this coach, who the fuck is this on the Magic? <laughs> playing this game. We're like, who the fuck is this? Like, the Nets didn't have, Nets was playing all the young bucks last night. It was just Patty Mills and really Blake Griffin as, yeah, like, the only notable names yeah. out there last night. Like, rest of them. Of course, you got Cam Thomas, Kessler, yeah. the boys. But as far as, like. Never the guys was gonna get buckets. It was Blake and Patty Mills, and they lost Never to the Magic. That right. nigga said, "Who the fuck is on the Magic? Yeah, who the fuck is this?" <laughs> Never seen these and niggas rolling out C teams right. yeah. to play games, bro. Like shit. Wow, we just got the Rosen back. We supposed to be playing a game, but then they postponed another one. So my whole thing is this with this vaccination shit. At some point, we're gonna have to treat this shit like the flu. 
Like, mm-hmm. you're going to have just your, if you want to get a COVID shot every year around the same time, like you do the flu shot, do that. Because my whole thing, it doesn't make sense for people to be vaccinated and still go into protocol. Yeah, that It don't be, make sense. Yeah. How long are you going to keep doing that? At some point, we're going to have to address this shit like the fucking flu. And the Omicron variant ain't as lethal as COVID itself. You, it's just another, just a step below. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because all the shit going to do is, mutate. it's no different than flu. Swine flu, H1N1, Dirt. bird, mm-hmm. all these shit just got different trees and branches. So at what point are we going to treat COVID like the fucking flu? Because you can't continue to do this shit like this. Not if motherfuckers are vaccinated because if people are vaccinated, then why are they still going into all these protocols and missing games? It don't make sense. Mm-hmm. You might as well charge that shit to the game. Unless you got COVID, if you but you don't. But if it just because symptoms, yes, yeah, that, that's what they should boil it down to. The yeah. symptoms. If you experience some like extreme symptoms, bro, then all right, cool. It's no different from nobody who get the flu. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's out. Flu like symptoms. Niggas ain't put nobody in protocol because they got the flu. You see what I'm saying? But that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying COVID is not serious, but at some point, we're going to have to address this shit like this because for one, it's never going nowhere. COVID nah. is here to stay. Yeah, that's just staying. Once it's something, there's no cure for a virus. You just have vaccines just like, you know, the flu does. You see what I'm saying? Like, all you got to do is become immune to it. So at this point, I'm looking at this shit like, okay, like, how much longer y'all going to continue to do this yeah. shit. Niggas is going in protocol. Odell Beckham was playing the game Monday night. He going to protocol Tuesday? No, he been had that shit. He been had that. You see what I'm saying? Like, you rescheduling games for Tuesday nights, Monday nights. You see what I'm saying? Like, but you wanted to avoid that. And I feel like right now, it's worse than what it was last yeah, year, for sure. No, definitely. For sure. Especially on the through. NBA side. It's NBA side. It's, it's, it's coming through. But bro. see, they're trying to, they're trying to, Bring the cases to spread it out now. That's that they're spreading the games out because if you imagine eighteen playing one damn day, you see what I'm saying? Now they got to report eight teams all like a full list of shit. Yeah. Now if it's fucking okay, these niggas on Monday fucking tested. Now these niggas on Tuesday tested. Now it's kind of like okay, it's sporadic, but no niggas still the same shit. These niggas still had it. Y'all just reporting it on a different day. Mm-hmm. It doesn't change the fact that these niggas are fucking. And protocol. Yeah. It's crazy as fuck. I mean, honestly, with my team, it really don't even matter if we in protocol or not, because we fucking whack right now, bro. Sorry, Mo. But we had to do it, man. Had to do it. Damn. Had to do it. We got to win out, so. Had to do it. <laughs> Celtics. Yeah. We had to fucking... Um, Cardinals lost today. Mm-hmm. Needed that. Uh, yeah, Colts beat the Patriots last night. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylor went off again. Yeah, sir. I needed that shit. <laughs> well, so what, what's so your record now? We're uh, eight and six. Oh, okay. You got anything? You got anything lined up for the day on the score on the bet card? Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah. You got no parlays in? Yes, yeah, sir. I got one on Green Bay right now. It's not looking too good, but we here now. Hopefully, um, you'll, you'll pull that through, man. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Rodgers fourth quarter. You can't bet against that shit. Mm-mm, but fucking Detroit beating the Cardinals, like that was one. That's that, not surprising. Nah, we got late them next season. Week. We got them next week, man. You know what I'm saying, what I'm saying a team man. like that late season got ain't shit to play for. Two and eleven and one. Yeah, the, every, game. every game is a Cardinals last game. is ten and four. Like they they went in there sleeping on them niggas, yeah. man. Yeah, Lions at the end of the day, they they playing for just the house shit. money. They're playing, yeah, they're playing the fucking fuck up the back yeah fuck the up playoffs, shit, yeah. yeah. Because Green Bay needed the Cardinals to lose today. They fucking lost. And I think right now they're losing to Baltimore. Yeah, 14-7. But yeah. it's um I'm just happy we, we 
which is handling fucking business. Carson went five passes on the day. He threw the ball five times yesterday. 57 yards, yes, sir. One touchdown, well, one yeah. interception. That run game must have been He so threw the ball five times yesterday. Five fucking times. Y'all niggas must... Y'all run game must have been elite that day then. Had like, a block punt for a return for a touchdown. Um, that's insane, Yeah, bro. Darius yeah. Linda has... Should have had two interceptions, but yeah, one. Um, yeah, that defense in the run game was crucial. It's just it's just clicking right now, yeah. man. It's clicking, but it's so crazy. Like, um, uh, T.Y. Hilton one catch, fucking uh, Michael Pittman one catch, uh, Zach Pascal one catch, uh, hey, Mo Ali Cox one catch. It's getting it done though. Yeah, it's getting it done. So I mean, Matt, really- Matt Jones got it done in Buffalo with throwing. Well, fucking five times too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It just so happened, like the run game just happened. Yeah. I mean, Jonathan Taylor's just a fucking beast, bro. Like he just really, he's just doing this fucking thing, man. Love to see it. Yeah, man. Well, it's tied now between Baltimore and the Packers. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah, you knew that was gonna happen. You knew that. You knew that. that well, was... We had to get that shit done. We can't because Lamar ain't playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not. That's so crazy that it's that close though. Fourteen, fourteen. We made the score. So because playoffs right around the corner. Yeah, a few more uh, weeks. Every, like I said, we got to win out. We got to because we're we're a game behind Tennessee now because Tennessee lost. No more loss to the Sealers. They had to lead too. They, they to let lead. the Sealers come back. Mm. They want to start that pregame on them boy fucking logo. Love to see it. Love it. Yeah, that helps y'all out a lot too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know how that shit be when niggas show up on their logo and try to be disrespectful, mm-hmm. scraping their feet on the fucking logo. Never ends well. Never. It never does. But continue, please, Tennessee. Continue on the fuckery. <laughs> continue on. I need these L's. You think Jonathan Taylor should be in MVP talks? He should be mentioned, but I think Aaron Rodgers is killing this. That's shit, what I'm bro. saying. Like I can't go against the AR man. I can't go. Against, and Brady can't go against Brady, Brady bro. That motherfucker. <laughs> and they better at this point last year. Uh, this year than they was last year. And he lead the league in touchdown you passes. You already know. You already know. Once it gets to that December, January, Brady. Just, Tom terrific. Yeah, Man. Tom terrific. <laughs> Tom terrific. Like that game last week against Buffalo. You want no more coming back? No. So I got this ball first in OT. Pack it up. Yeah. Who scored that last one? That was um, number sixteen. Whoever that is, Johnson or some shit. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, Tom Brady. That's a bad, bad motherfucker, dog. Mahomes a bad motherfucker too Like I be saying my Herbert over Mahomes shit But don't get it fucked up I got a lot of respect for Patrick Mahomes Mahomes It's gonna be his league when when Brady get up out of here Mm. Him and and Herbert and Josh Allen Colin Murray Them four gonna really be at the top of the shit But Mahomes is a bad motherfucker I just hope Herbert doesn't have a career like Phillip Rivers Phillip Rivers has always Arguably should have been there next yeah. to the top Super Peyton Bowl. Ma- yeah, Peyton Manning's, um, Drew Brees. But he stayed. He stayed in San Diego too long, man. Mm. He stayed. But that's that's the thing. Same thing. Herbert's yeah. there now. See what I'm Herbert saying? is good as fuck. He's yeah. There's nice. no gap, and I say this, and I mean it. There's no gap between him and Patrick as far as talent, bro. They both got it. Got he him. just got more. To, he just got the accolades. Mm-hmm. Like he's the first quarterback to throw for over thirty touchdowns his first two years. Like he got sixty three. 62 touchdown passes and like 21 picks. That's insane, bro. Like, Herbert makes some throws. Like, Patrick, that'd be like, but you know, Patrick done did it a little bit longer than yeah. him now. He already got two years on him. 
But that game, did you did you watch that game? Yeah. That was a great fucking game, bro. I got to watch my fantasy. I got to watch this nigga, dog. Because yeah. he going great for at game. least three. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But if you think about it, like. Now, that one pass he had in the dirt was, I don't know what the fuck Patrick was doing. That was some nasty shit. Nah, I don't know if it came out his hand wrong. Or so. I don't. Right. The shit went right in the turf, and McCole Harmon was wide open in the end zone. This a one yard pass too. Yeah, and he just threw the shit in the it dirt. Was, I'm like, what the like, fuck was that? It was like his damn hip cut and get around yeah, to give him like that extra. In, he looked like somebody who didn't throw, didn't know how to throw a football. football, football that right, oh, like wow. he didn't. I don't think he expected <laughs> him to be that wide open. I don't know what it was. That bitch went automatically in the dirt. <laughs> Like, it ain't even had no air under it. That shit went right just in the dirt. Like, he got the snap set. I was like, what the fuck is that doing? I, I, but I, I, I he wrote the wrong. He, 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 made, he made it right, though. I'll tell you that. Yeah, he definitely did. But I think... Um, like, but with COVID, I, I just don't see with... We get the playoffs, bro. Like, ain't nobody going to protocol during playoffs, bro. It's going to be hard pressed to do that. And I don't understand how it's worse now because the league, and more so the NFL, the NFL played when it was no vaccine out. And they didn't have this many cases. You see what I'm saying? But now it's just like, on the NBA side, because the vaccine came out like, what, last year, December, mm-hmm. going into January, the NBA got way more cases now, bro. And, and the thing is, the NBA was supposedly 95% vaccinated. That's my thing. So at my point, if these niggas is 95% vaccinated, and why are you putting these niggas in protocol? My thing is, these niggas should only be out if they're experiencing serious symptoms. That's my thing because at this point, we're gonna have again, we're gonna have to treat this shit like the fucking flu, bro. Because it's not going nowhere. Fortunately enough, I've been to a point where I haven't had to experience it. And I do know some people who have experienced some fucked up shit from COVID. Like I know this one girl on Instagram, she posted like how everything she's tasting, she has COVID has been like some metal type shit. Damn. That's not the first time I heard that for somebody. Somebody else said it's a different type of taste, but her taste, everything smelled like she can't enjoy her food. Everything tastes like metal and some other shit she said. Her taste just went fucked up. Damn. And her smell, no, not her taste, her smell. Oh, everything wow. smells like metal or some shit. And she been trying to like get advice on certain like smelling uh, exercises mm-hmm. to get like, you know, they say like uh, smell ground coffee, eucalyptus. Ginger or some shit to try to like yeah clear up the yeah, get your senses back and shit because that that gotta be some scary shit bro like you can't even really enjoy your food like that because the shit don't smell how it's supposed to yeah, smell yeah. like that, imagine you having your favorite meal but that shit smell like some fucking metal you wouldn't even you wouldn't even have the appetite really you, you wouldn't be able to enjoy you, it your appetite would kind of you would just away. have to eat just so just to put, be full just, just, to, to, yeah, just yeah. to have something in you have something in you damn that sucks so bro. I know COVID has certain side effects I'm not. I'm not putting that, but it's just like, how are we going to continue to do life like this? Because y'all had no problem continuing the world when money was affected. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But now it's to the point like, okay, now you want to, like people talking about another lockdown, I tell you what, we ain't, that ain't happening. They're about to say, we not getting another lockdown. People keep screaming Now, that Canada, shit. this is why I salute Canada. Canada don't play with their shit. Like, even if you're an NBA player, you can't even come to Toronto if you're not vaccinated. And they just dropped the capacity of the games to 50%. Like, they don't play. Because remember, they didn't even lift a uh, lockdown ban before yeah. the U.S. Uh, yeah. Until after the U.S. did. Yeah, like, because yeah, Toronto, cause the Raptors had to play in Florida. Canada just handles shit way different than the United States. We messy. 
It's not. It's like we messy, and then it's for us. It is very obvious. All we care about is a dollar. Mm-hmm. Like it is very obvious. Like other other countries, it seems like they care about their society. They care about their people. Even if you want to go to shit like shorter work weeks, like whatever the case may be, it just seems like in America, it's going to be known. It's going to be shown that all we care about is making money. Mm-hmm. We really don't give a fuck. You know, we'll we'll handle whatever the fuck comes with that shit. As far as you know. Dealing with the dealing with the you know the American people, mm-hmm. but for the most part, nigga, we're here to make money. You know what I'm saying? And if that means some people got to die for us to make money, then we that's what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So man, I don't, we, we like you said, man, we've always had a like, we've always done it backwards. It seemed like every other country can do it right except us. Because mm-hmm. like I know there was another country like I want to say. I want to say it was Australia when their shutdown happened. They wasn't playing, and then it was back to, um, it was back to like normal life within like the next six months mm-hmm. because everybody was shut down. There wasn't, you know, everybody just, everybody just stuck to the plan. But in America, bruh, this the land of the free, so niggas just gonna do whatever the fuck they want to do. Like mm-hmm. they gonna feel like it's their right to just, you know, I don't have to do this and I don't gotta do that. And why should I do this? And man, we always gonna be in some shit like that. Shit, wow, right? Yes, it is. I'm telling you, man, this shit just ain't going nowhere, man. It's not going nowhere. That's what I'm saying. How how we going? How we going to handle this shit? Like, so y'all... stop the fucking post COVID, nigga. We still in this shit. Word. Yeah, <laughs> we ain't never be, going nowhere. This shit ain't going. This is just a part of a. This is part of life at this point, bro. Like wearing a mask for me is just part of life. At this yeah, point. it's just part of life. Yeah, I just don't I always have my shit on. So yeah. it is what it is. Try to do preventable measures. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So. But as far as the protocol shit, it's like how far are you willing to go? Unless somebody experiencing like flu-like symptoms, like how they do for certain niggas, that's how they going to treat it with COVID. Because going in the protocol, you vaccinated. Mm. You can't, we can't do nothing else past the vaccination. There's nothing else you can do. You've already put the vaccine. It don't matter how many fucking boosters you put out here, bro. That's another thing. People talking about this booster shit. I done got the Moderna. I got two shots. You see what I'm saying? I'm not getting no fucking boosters. Word. I'm not fucking, I'm not doing it. I done got my two shots. I'm Gucci. There's nothing else to talk about. Mm. So I look at it. Hey, man, I feel you. I feel you, man. Because if I had that shit, I wouldn't be trying to keep getting you know booster shots over and over again, too. It defeats the purpose. Just keep smoking your weed. Yeah, man. Like, niggas ain't fucking weed, with that shit. Drink your orange juice, man. Yeah, drink your orange man. juice. For, for real. Drink Wiz Khalifa L- gave us the recipe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> drink your elderberry. You know, everybody different. I'm not yeah. going to tell niggas what to do or what not to do. Just whatever do, whatever makes you feel comfortable. And, you know, keep it pushing. Yeah, man. They don't be out here, like, wilding out and shit. But niggas know what time it is, man. Niggas know what to do. So, I mean, hey, man. Like, just y'all be safe out here, man. No doubt. For, for real, sure, for sure. Yeah, because it's the holidays, it's getting cold, you're going to be around family, so... Yeah, this flu season anyway. Mm-hmm. So everybody just be safe. Man, you got a little sniffle, man, go get tested. Because I don't think enough niggas getting tested, like, just to get they fucking, their status to see if they're positive or not. I feel like everybody was doing this shit, like, weekly or bi-weekly at least. Now niggas just like, eh, I feel like I'm sick, let me go get a yeah, test. Yeah, you know what I yeah. noticed? Like, um, I be catching, like, I, I caught one... And I know my colds from my body. Yeah. So I know if I'm experiencing like a full-blown... If I feel some shit calling out, I attack it early. Yeah. Just yeah. so I don't really get the full-blown shit. Like before I got my wisdom teeth pulled out, my luck, I, I started having like little cold, like, you know, little... Uh, I didn't really have a full-blown sore throat, but 
you know, the sniffles, and then, okay, after that, you get the stuffy nose, yeah. or then, okay, after that, you just get the phlegm and a little cough, but it's like, before, I knew what the extreme cough would be, I mean, the extreme cold symptoms for my body would be like, and it's like, you know if it's if it's COVID. Mm-hmm. And nobody going to know your body except you. Yeah, you're going to feel gonna know. Like, You're going right, to feel different. Yeah, this, like, something ain't right. Yeah, something ain't right. Yeah, this ain't the regular cold. This ain't the regular cold, yeah. And by now, you've read the symptoms. You've seen the symptoms, you've read the symptoms. So, if you're experiencing this shit and it's not your normal cold, yeah. you probably got that shit. You probably got it, yep. And then the thing with the NBA is they, um, everybody is 95% vaccinated and they putting everybody in protocol because... Are they scared that it's going to spread? You, we passed that. And that, that's my whole that's thing. That's like, If you're vaccinating, you, you, first of all, y'all told us that even when we get vaccinated, you still can get it. You just won't die. Okay. Then treat it like the fucking flu then. Mm-hmm. Treat it like the flu. The flu kills people. Mm-hmm. People get the flu shot so they don't get the bitch. That don't mean they still ain't going to get it. It's the same thing. You still going to get the flu. You still can get the flu even with a flu, flu shot. shot. Yeah. Yeah. So you with this COVID shit, man? Like, I don't know, man. This shit just, just whack. Yeah, that shit's crazy. That shit's fucking up the sports, man. Like, but like you said, bro, when when um when Christmas come around for NBA, please believe LeBron James will be out there. Kevin Durant will be out there. Steph Curry will be out there. There is no, there's not gonna be no fucking protocols around that time, bro. So hopefully, man, all the rest of the leagues can get that shit together. Hopefully, man. Hopefully, like, this shit just... Man, speaking know, of man. NBA, man, I just want to talk about my team one time real quick. Like, Go ahead, get your shit off, man. Man, I'm so pissed. I ain't going to say I'm pissed, but I'm just like... I'm very disappointed in us right now, dog, because I always thought at least at this point I'd be able to talk some shit. And, nigga, I'm, I'm quiet yeah, as Christmas a... next week. Yeah, I'm quiet as a church mouse right now, my nigga. Like, we just... Man, bro, like, I watch our games and I just be like, bro... What the fuck do we be doing in the fourth quarter, dog? Like, what the fuck be going on in the fourth quarter, bruh? Fuck be going on, man. But, you know, AD's out again. Four weeks. MCL sprain. And I'm trying to figure out how the fuck is that because the nigga was grabbing his fucking ankle. Now it's an MCL sprain. He out for four weeks. Hopefully, this we can use this as a turnaround to get everything going, even though we had just lost to the Timberwolves. Y'all so big like, man is dead now. Because the white ain't about to hold that shit down like man, that. We, man, we might have to, man. We, you thinking about trades? <sighs> trades, small ball, something, man. Something's got to give, bro, because it's just not looking too good right now. People always trying to blame Westbrook, bro. Yeah, Westbrook has he's some, had fuck some up, good games. But he's had some good He's, he's had, had some, some great good games, games as too. of late. You know what I'm saying? So I can't just. I just don't feel like even with the good games, that, that, that core three just don't miss. It doesn't work. That roster construction, because LeBron. Excels with shooters, spacing, mm-hmm. somebody who can score. You know what I'm saying? Like, Russ can put a. I don't know what's happened to his mid range. It should have been bricking like a motherfucker, bro. I'm talking about that. His shit. MVP years, that shit was damn near automatic. He would get to his little sweet spot and he would pull up and it was money. This thing airballing mid ranges. But even with that said, like I said, he's been playing some good games as of late. AD will put up his numbers, but y'all biggest thing is like he's not aggressive enough for y'all. He's not aggressive enough, and like, I know AD has never won. Oh, and his three point shooting is horrendous. eighteen percent, thirteen, thirteen percent. God damn, bro! I try to shoot you a little bit of bail <laughs> for real, bro. Thirteen percent from God three, damn. bro. And the, and the thing is with us, bro. Also, it's like, bro, we have no bench production, like. 
we just we'll have Melo. Melo will score seven, and you know Malik Monk is. I don't know. It's just too. It's just too. It's just. It's not. It's not conducive right now. It's just we're just not. You know, LeBron being in and out. You know, but and, and LeBron can't play forty minutes a game at this age, bro. Not not now, bro. That's what we got niggas like AD and Russ for mm-hmm. is to alleviate some of the pressure when LeBron isn't playing because we know LeBron is thirty six going on thirty seven. Bruh's going. Mm-hmm. He he needs he needs load management. You know what I'm saying? Like even though he could probably go out there and wing 38, 30, 35 to 40 minutes a game, we need LeBron for the playoffs. We need LeBron for when it really matters. We we need these niggas for the regular season, you know, and these niggas is not living up to what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And when we have niggas like Russell Westbrook, we got Anthony Davis, we got, you know, Braun. I'm not even mentioning Melo, even though Melo raw, you know, Melo's going to be a legend, but I'm talking about the three main niggas who's supposed to do it, because LeBron always going to do his job. LeBron's he's, a, yeah, he's holding up his He's end. always going to be consistent, no matter what's going on. So you don't have to worry about him, but it's just the fact that AD is supposed to be the catalyst. He's supposed to be the person to be like, you know what, LeBron... Him and Russ supposed yeah, to be a top five, top four, three duo in the league yeah, right, right now. Right now, there's no reason why these they shouldn't be top three, one, two punch in the league. You know what I'm saying? But we we not getting that. And with the Russ thing, I mean, I always was kind of shaky about it, but I was like, let's just see how this shit go. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I always was kind of shaky about it, but man, this shit really ain't working, bro. Like it's really not working. Like I said, spacing. Like I said, LeBron needs shoot. Spacing is just god horrible. And the defense, that's not on Frank Vogel. It's the roster. It's the roster. Because Frank we got Vogel a bunch of old. We, my, yeah. all, we got a bunch of old niggas at the at the at the guard spot. We got we got niggas with with with, with fucking thirty five year old knees trying to guard niggas with twenty three year old knees. And these niggas get cooked. Like any guard who plays against us could have their career night against us, bro. This shit is wild. This shit is crazy. And I and Isaiah Thomas back. You already know he a defensive liability. So what if he got to be pushed into a role where he's the main guy? Well, he's to score? a starter now. He's a liability on defense. <laughs> so it's just like I don't know, man. That shit is shaky like a motherfucker, bro. bro. And then the whole fact that like I got AD got to set the fuck yeah. up. He got set. And then the whole fact that like, bro, no offense. My and I used to defend this nigga too, but it's like. Okay, I get, I, I kind of get it. Like he still be putting up his little twenty three, you know, ten and shit. But, but it's it ain't certain mean plays. nothing. It don't yeah, mean nothing, bro. It's like Russ when Russ have them stats, bro. That shit don't be meaning nothing because that shit don't be equating to no dubs. And no, and no, and you know, I'm gonna I'm say this shit right here, Mike. No <laughs> offense. No, um, no offense to Isaiah Thomas. It's a great story. Yeah. It's a good comeback. I'm with that. But how the fuck do that make us look that we gotta dig? Deeps into the G League to get <laughs> Isaiah Thomas to get this nigga to fucking play for us, bro. No offense. Shout out to Isaiah because you're doing your thing now. But for us, that make us look like, bro, what the fuck y'all got going on with y'all roster? That we got to dig to the, we got to dip to the, the depths of the G League to go pull this nigga up to go play for us, bro. Don't get me wrong, bro. I had 19. He had 19. I think he had 21 or 19. That's cool. But my nigga, we lost against um was that was that no that wasn't Dallas um we lost to Minnesota we lost to Minnesota bro like not even lost we got our ass kicked mm-hmm. and it's like we have no like Carl Anthony Towns was sunning AD bro mm-hmm. like sunning this nigga scoring on this nigga telling this nigga too little you got Patrick Beverly out here like Patrick Beverly should not be talking shit to nobody on the court. He's supposed to be busting these niggas' ass, bro. D'Angelo put their foot in y'all ass. They cut our ass, bro. No Anthony Edwards. 
D'Angelo Russell out there, you know, finally look like he's loading on our ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, <laughs> we just man, all shit frustrating, bro. bro. We just all fucked up right now because like I watch the games and then I'll just like, man, fuck this shit, bro. I'll just like turn it to something else. I'm like, man, is Phoenix playing? I'll watch the Suns or some shit like that or the fucking Nets or whatever the case may be. The Lakers is like the last game on the list that I'll watch. And that's my team, bro. I'll watch the Hornets and Young Lamelo play before I'll watch the Lakers play. If they have out of choice, I would definitely watch the Hornets play before the Lakers right now. Mm. We just we just not it right now, bro. And, and man, shout out to lows, man. But y'all definitely supposed to be like looking like some Western Conference Finals contenders. We're at least be in the Western Conference Finals. And shout out to JT, JT. That's my nigga. He is very optimistic about this situation. Me on the other hand, I'm not too sure. Mm-hmm. I just hope we can pull this shit together because, bro, if we look like this once All Star break hit, nigga, we already know what type of season we about to have. Like mm-hmm. we're out in the first round, so. Hopefully we get this shit together, man. That's all I got to say about my squad, man. See, yeah, man, that's about it, man. That's all I got, man. Once again, man, shout out to all the supporters been holding us down this last five years. Going to continue to hold us down for another five and beyond. For sure. And, you know, man, just always appreciate, you know, y'all tuning in. YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Always, man. I definitely appreciate y'all, man. So, like we always say, man, if you hear anything on this episode, get you in your feelings, you feel some type of way, always remember, we're just some messages. We out. For sure.